There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France. Which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi. It's more popular than being French. See you in there. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hello, guys. This episode is being brought to you by Bevel, the first and the only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly, nappy hair, and (laughs) sensitive skin as well. So for all of you brothers and sisters and brother-like sisters, whatever, look, get into Bevel. It has saved me a whole lot of hell with razor bumps with irritated skin with dry skin and all of that stuff it looks fantastic like something james bond would use you got to get into it so go to getbevel.com use code the read and you'll get 20 percent off your first month let them know we sent you and let's start the show i don't have a song today oh you don't no do you want to try to do the remix of the golden girls theme song and i can do the background because you know i can't sing well i can't either are you kidding? Yes, you can. Every time you sing on the intro, somebody hits us up. No, a bunch of people hit us up and be like, Kid Fury needs to put out a mixtape because I hear him and I can tell that nigga can sing. So That's a very fucking around. kind lie. You know you can sing. You know you can. <laughs> what? Okay. Anyway. We'll work on it. Um, I was actually going to just play that. Um, oh, were you? <laughs> I was just going to play the video for... Two reasons. A, I believe that the young man who did that is an American hero. He is. And B, so all of you at home can know that I have seen it. I have seen it (laughs) so many times. Very, very, very many. Um, I replayed it like probably hundreds of times. I cannot get enough of it. I hope he puts out a whole full length YouTube video of him featuring Fantasia Barino. Okay. You know what? I had not considered that, but now that you said it, I can definitely hear it. My God, man! And the two of them would tear that the fuck up. That would just... That's some Peg LaBelle throw your shoes off type shit right there. B. Arthur would come back to life and totally dab. Because in that little 15 second clip, that young sir went in. And you could tell he had been doing the whole song Mm -hmm. and was just like, let me put this on Instagram real quick while I'm fucking around. He did. Yes. That voice was anointed, child. He hit that uh, that no change. (laughs) The biggest gift. At the end, I cried. And it was the biggest gift. It was. Beautiful. Soul-stirring experience. I am Dorothy Zbornak. Okay. And I am Bo Johnson. And this is the read. I feel like maybe were you Bo recently? Did you introduce yourself as her? I or maybe we just talk it, about yeah. blackish every episode because we love it so much. Oh fuck, it comes back. Tonight. It's back tonight. It was preempted last week. I was right for the Country Music Awards, which felt like racism. <laughs> but you know what? I'll let but them have the Country right. Music Awards. Right. It's totally fine. It's like fine. that's for you know country but it just felt, sales. 
But Blackish was kicked off for the country. I mean, it just. It's okay. It's fine, but I felt a way. I did. Scream Queens got kicked off for the World Series. Right. And that show. So did Empire. Definitely teeters around racism. But it's okay. (laughs) Because they be making some jokes on there that it's like, oh, you know, we're just laughing. See, I don't really like campy shit. And I tried to get through Scream Queens, but I'm not really into that whole corny, cheesy, over the top. Like. And Niecy Nash is. Is I love her. <laughs> she's play. You know, a lot of people feel like Niecy Nash is cooning out on that show, but I feel like she's just funny and she improvs like hell. She's yeah. amazing at improv, and she just does a great. Like she's the only reason that you watch it to, for me to go because she makes me laugh. <laughs> like she's hilarious. Yeah, she is hilarious. So but anyway, yeah, Blackish does come back tonight. Um, so hype. Black excellence, then. Okay. My goodness. This week in black excellence. So many candidates. Very clearly. I'm giving it to uh, Jonathan Butler and um, all of the folks at Mizzou. Is that how they say it? Uh, Mizzou, yeah. Mizzou, Mizzou. All of the people at that school who have been protesting, who have been marching, who have been... You know, uh, the athletic team, the football team, the and football team stuff. all of the people who have been demanding justice and demanding that white eyes on that campus pay attention to injustice and mm-hmm. all of the ridiculousness that has been taking place at that school. I'm so incredibly proud of you all. Um, I'll get more into that later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I watched lots of clips uh, of, you know, the coverage Jonathan Butler went on a hunger strike and they, you know, jumped into the middle of this parade and did all of these things because they had all of these uh, racist acts uh, taking place on the campus in the 2015. And it just felt like, you know, nobody wanted to do anything about it. So, you know, I'm very proud of you guys. I think that you did an awesome job and you showed that, you know, we can make a difference and you're awesome. Yes. Shout out to Concerned Student 1950 or 1950, however y'all are saying it. I just think that y'all are doing such a good job and I'm proud of you. All right. So we have special guests uh, with us in the studio this week. We do. We're going to bring them in. So, in the studio with us right now. Thank you. Um, from a great group, <laughs> a comedy group, Dormtainment, we've got Mike and we've got Tay. Yes. Thank yes. you so much for coming. Oh, man. Thank you for having us. Thank Shout you for having y'all. us. Shout out to the bottle of Hennessy y'all brought with hey. you. Yeah, that's how we roll. I'm I appreciate that. So into it. Kid Fury had to decline. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm doing this uh, health and wealth bullshit right yeah, now. You're on this clean eating shit. I feel like I should just do the trick daddy thing. Because you never know. I could get hit by a bus when we leave here. You could. But and then you, I would have been mad I didn't have no Hennessy. You could also there. start swelling up and retaining water and all of the kind of shit. Like, maybe you should just Who knows? keep it simple. What is know? the trick daddy thing? We're going to get right into okay. that. Oh, okay. okay. All right. More yeah, no, question we'll about there. the trick daddy thing <laughs> until we get to Okay. We'll get there. Your no presence questions. is what we're going to talk about first. Yeah. We had uh, Rome and uh, Cam. 
yeah, on, on the, the show, show last time. A few months back. Right. Also, uh, before you go, I have Rum's iPod charger or okay. iPhone charger. Okay. Have you had this this whole time? Yeah, because I don't steal. <laughs> and I just want to make that sure. Like, I just want that to be clear. I'm sorry. Everybody. That would have been mine. I'm the type of... Either way... Did you put a reminder in your calendar? Like, let no, me I just Rome's left charger. it in my sock drawer. Okay. And I was like, if and when I see that nigga again, <laughs> he's getting charger. this back. I'll keep your shit for a decade. Right. <laughs> and I be will like, give here it, it is. Because I don't steal. I don't have to. And see, one of my one of the group members, Chaz, I used this charger just like a few minutes ago. And he lost it. I think DJ Bree had it. But he, he came to the room with... Hey, yo, you see my charger? Right. <laughs> and I exactly. was like, no, no, like, you know, because I'm from Detroit. Like, people going to think I'm a steal and shit. So, right. <laughs> I got to exactly. watch out. Dustin would know how that feels. Yeah. I so, y'all, first of all, I want to talk about uh, Six Guys, One Car. First, can I talk about how we find out about y'all? Cause Please. The origin of it starts right here. Okay. You know, right, okay. Right in this seat right here. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, maybe like a year and a half or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an ex, you know, so, and she was a big fan of you guys, big fan. She said, you ever listen to the read? Okay. And I said, nah, what's that? She was like, Kid Fury, dude from Miami. And, cause you know, I'm from Miami. And right. she said, Chris, they, they talk about everything. Cause you know, she into Desperate Housewives and all that stuff. So like, okay. <laughs> That's me, how you know men don't out. be paying attention. Paying attention. Right. First episode, I, I was like, yeah, these my, these my niggas. You know why? <laughs> You know who y'all read once? Sierra. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> why Sierra? Wait, wait. wait why do you have... I don't fuck with Sierra. Why, you what? Have, why not? Y'all, y'all read her, so why I not? Mean, well, I mean, well, she be good making crazy decisions. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Same thing. <laughs> you, Everything y'all was saying, I was like... These are my niggas. I love this station. Y- y- can't give her, station. You can't give her the credit for the joint she did with Ludacris? Whoa. I give Ludacris the credit. She got. She did a few with Ludacris. I mean, she Sierra had bangers. Don't do that. She, she, got, she had bangers. It's not, about, it's not about her music. That, and that's the thing. Okay. Well, what is it about? Her she life had, decisions. Like that's the worst, say. right? Exactly. Yeah. She had a bomb ass picture last week. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, her body does look amazing. <laughs> the picture of her. Did you see the picture of her on the beach? On Them vacation? on vacation. Her on that rock with him with that one soft hand <laughs> yeah. on her thigh that he really clearly didn't want to like, have there. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. I don't believe it. What's the plan behind that? That whole relationship. It ain't no plan. To get invited just... to lots of red carpets. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Strategy. I think she just wants a daddy for that baby. Because future ain't it. he wants a beard. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, fine. I see it, but Wait, don't Why, why would she want a beard? He. he no, wants he, a wants a he wants a beard. He wants a real beard. Well, he not can just beard. grow one. No, no. No, that's not. Urban Dictionary. Oh, the, oh. Beard, yeah. You know the other beard. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you <laughs> liked what you heard. I never know. I don't let, know or understand yeah. why anybody listens to this shit. Exactly. So I got to tell y'all because we feel the same way sometimes. But why y'all watch our shit? This shit boring. <laughs> <laughs> why well, even watch Jordan Taylor on YouTube for like a minute? And I've always yeah. been impressed with not only the comedy and the quality of the comedy itself, but then like the shots and the things. I remember that one sketch where y'all did where it opened up into like, who wants to be a millionaire or some yeah, shit? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, who, who, how? How, how would you think of this first of all? <laughs> and then to actually do it, very impressive. So thank you, thank you. shout out to y'all. It means a lot. Y'all have y'all. um, mm-hmm. you have uh, season two, yes, of Six Guys One Car on yep. Comedy Central. Yeah, right now. Congratulations. Um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> y'all look like yes, we're very excited. <laughs> I binge watched it. 
Um, I thought that it was obviously hilarious. What did you... What did you want to bring to this season that you may not have got to do last time? Um, I feel like we wanted to bring more character. Like we had to make sure that they heard our voices and were like, "Hey, this guy's like this. This guy's like this." Right. You know, like mm-hmm. these are the type of things we may or may not face. You know, and like it was a, it, it was a, it was a big, it, it was a, it was a back and forth. Cause you know we right. had to, you got to make them understand. They're not gonna understand certain nuances about what's gonna make. You mean the network fun. didn't really understand? Certain no, things, I can't. Or? I can't say it was just the network. You mm-hmm. know, cause it's you know it, it's 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 a it's a back of it's, it's a, a right. thing. like it's, it's a creative, creative, it's it's a creative process. It doesn't just it's six of us first of all, right? right. Exactly. And just just to get a skit out from all of us sometimes be hell. You know what I'm saying? Like right. no 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 I don't think you know. Yeah. But yeah. then uh, uh, six of us now got to come in with one idea, and when we come to a decision, now we got to go into a room with ten other people, right? And then mm-hmm. they might say you know they might have a different opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So it's all of that 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 collaboration and uh, and and finding that sweet spot between what we find funny and what they find funny and sometimes having to bring them over to our side and be like look this is what's hot right now this is what people are talking about trust me we need to say this right yeah like, all right we'll trust you guys on this one y'all don't know how hard i had to fight for fuck 12 <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that, like yeah. i had to fight for fuck wow. 12 because <laughs> i knew that you know like with the whole thing like I, I was mad worried yo like about the like the police thing the swat thing yeah you never know if you're gonna trigger the wrong people and all right. that type of stuff but I knew that I could be funny if you structure the story a certain way. Right. And I, I, I'm glad that it's in there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I got clowned at the end, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, shoot, that's crazy. You can have that. I get fucked 12. Like, here we go. <laughs> so, what was the... I feel like this is a real basic-ass question, but what was uh, your favorite episode from this season to do? Uh, mine is the manager episode. The episode two that just uh, came out on Snapchat today. Episode two... We uh, interview all the managers. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, one of my, one of the reasons why it's my favorite is because of Slink. Uh, he he killed his part. He came the in one and who gave was us high. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you don't know, that's Black Jesus as well. Yeah. 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 That's where the <laughs> fuck I knew him yeah. from. I was I like, know who I know is this dude? face. Yeah. Okay. That makes he came sense. in. You know when you come to somebody's house, like how I brought some honey. Right. Yeah. And, and you you got to come with more. You got to come out here. I brought this for you, not just right. me. But he came <laughs> and not only did he give us the lines that we wrote for him but he he came with extra I right. wish y'all could see the outtakes of what yeah. this man was doing y'all should I release y'all them could see. oh my god this I want to know who uh, the landlord is uh, uh, Miss Pat Miss Pat she's just like that no she, no worse oh, wor- <laughs> no wor- like wow. you will not believe the story. so you cleaned she- her up in the script right yeah, yeah yo and that was actually her very first time acting yeah, really she's, a, she's just a, like she not just but she's a comedian <laughs> okay and okay. she travels like she's big in another uh, not in our realm like in the white market like actually like they fuck with her yeah. like cause she's just so real right and uh at her first when she came on set she was like a little nervous she was like reading the lines a little funny and then we went to break and then she just started talking to us and telling us about this shit like I told y'all I used to do drugs <laughs> I told y'all I was missing a nipple we was like use that <laughs> everything else that's in that script yeah, forget yeah, it yeah, do yeah, that yeah. Right. she was Talk like oh, that, you want me to say this I was like say just like how you saying right. it do that and she, she was just it. naturally like crazy and funny and her stories were ridiculous right she had a cr- bunch of crazy yeah. ass one line yeah. Yeah. yeah 
Well, I know you guys have a show in the city tomorrow, right? And it's yeah. sold out. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for helping us with that. We heard the plug that I put on, on, on y'all. <laughs> no problem. That, that's, that's probably y'all that helped to get sold out. How does that feel, Please. though? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Um, um, this is... We've been doing, like... We designed our show to be big, you know? Mm-hmm. So, this... I'm not going to... We, we're excited. I don't think... <laughs> are, you ner- are you nervous? Nah. No. I ain't nervous. <laughs> Mike is like, no, no, I, I got like, nervous. You don't get nervous. No, nah, I don't think, man. Uh, the, I get anxious. I mm-hmm. want to get out there. I want to deliver. But I feel like when you're nervous, man, it comes from lack of preparation. So we pre- we've been doing this since we've been doing skits. A lot of people don't know we've been doing shows just as long as we've been doing skits. Mm-hmm. Right. So it comes to a point where it's like, yo, we've been doing this for a minute now. The only thing I left to do is just prepare, make sure we prepared and just do it. Right, you know what I'm saying, and, and we know the jokes work. We know, like, we're to a point now where we might put out some stuff that's not all, all the time always funny, but we know when something's gonna hit, and we know right. they're gonna laugh at that. Right. So we don't really worry about them; they might not laugh. Yeah. Right. No, we know when someone's gonna laugh at something. Yeah, I yeah. think that preparation probably does have a lot to do with nerves. Me, I don't mm-hmm. care. So <laughs> yeah. I don't get nervous before shows. I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, I mean, I do, but that's more because our show is not like rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Everything we say is just completely off the cuff. So I can't. We don't really get the benefit of being able to go rehearse, you right. know, and just kind of do the show together a few times before we go out and do it. But y'all don't um, need stage. it. Well, I appreciate that, but that just means that my nerves are terrible before yeah. every single live show that we do. So I'm kind of like asking every creative, like, what do you do to get past that anxiety? Because it fucks uh, me up bad. So, But I y'all don't, don't even experience it in the first place. So. I, I think nah, you, you I don't have to worry about it because like, when we came to y'all show in L.A., like those people were there for y'all. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And just when y'all come out, it's already like... They're probably more nervous than you, just to see y'all. <laughs> no, no nah, way. Nah, I yeah. feel so. Honestly, nah. you could feel the tension Can't in be. the room before like y'all came out. It was like, where are these niggas at? <laughs> 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 we ain't never out there for that. And that's the thing, like with wow. like shows like this and like co- comedy shows and stuff. Like before, you would have to be on stage and you felt like, okay, if I, I'm about to be judged. But now you can build up a fans, fan and following, and you can be like, yo, like these people are going to fuck with me off top. Right. All I got to do is deliver, right. you know? Yeah. There's right. something kind of special about the social media um, age and how you get to sort of build your fan base and then structure shows around them instead mm-hmm. of trying to find somebody to put you on to like a random show right. and introduce you to a whole new audience. It's beautiful, right? Yeah. I was telling, I talked to someone like the. Uh, the Instagram people in LA out there trying to do their thing mm-hmm. and I tell them like uh, like what we doing online is we're saying who we want to be like the stuff you put out the stuff you say that's what you find funny that's who, that's who you are right? right so when people see that when people find you when people say I want you to do this for me they know that's what you're going to do. That's what I'm getting you for. Right. So it's not like you got to go out and play a role that you're not. It's like, nah, I see who you are. This is what you're great at. Why would I want you for, for anything else but exactly. that? So you just like, we're in a time now where we can set the platform for ourselves before we even step out. Right. So I want to know from your perspective, is L.A. as drastic <laughs> as it's depicted on you trying to Six move? Guys One Guard? <laughs> uh, I mean... Trying to get out? That's nobody's business. Because winter's right coming. Now. <laughs> Who knows? You know what I'm saying? You do good in LA, man. I mean, we'll see what happens eventually. Florida boys, man, we no do good promises. in LA. Yeah. And that climate is a lot. I was going to say, similar. the winter yeah. alone ought to be worth it. Like, 
shit. Trying to deal with the East Coast. Have you been to New York in January, February? It's colder in L.A. at night right now than it is here. That's what I saw, though, that L.A. is getting down to like 48 degrees. See, I can do cold at night. Cause I'll be in the fucking house anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I can't, I can't do, do a high of twenty eight. No, all day. Whoa, I can't do oh, yeah. that. familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure it does coming from Miami. Yeah, but is it like is it real crazy in terms of? Well, see, the thing is, is that we moved out to L. A. and we had like a certain level of. We were known by some people. Yeah, you know, like you like to some people, you like. You, you're a celebrity and other people you're like fucking nothing right. you know so it is like yeah. that that big ass it we want to put more of our stories <laughs> out into that into, into the series cause it's it's crazy it's crazy it's right. like it's, Man, we met a lot of characters we met <laughs> so many honestly all those people you see in our episodes are based off somebody so that me. was yes. my next question <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already know what you about to ask. are these real people is Larry no. based on somebody you don't have to say if it is yeah. or who it is I just wanted to know if that was like based on the actual person. You know what I think? I think Larry is an amalgamation of like 20 different people. Okay. I can see that. And so we've seen the comments. Everybody say, oh, is it it King King Batch? Batch. No, not at all. Is it King Batch? Oh, no, no. It's Spoken Reason. They had beef with Spoken Reason back then. Nah, yo, there's nothing, neither one of them. You know, right. it's just. Right. It's, it's how just, we see, like, honestly, we see ourselves as the underdogs of all of this. Like, we kind of, yeah. not to sound arrogant or nothing, but we started a long time ago, right? Yeah. And we've watched other people like, get on quicker. And it's not like we were like, man, them niggas, dog, man, we don't like this shit. But we were like, damn, is it us? Like, right. Are we doing man, you wrong? Didn't say that? I did say that once. That was that was another it. time in a low moment. Yeah, I'm in the house like, man, fuck you. <laughs> but nah, nah. But now it's like, uh, it's it, it does represent like just how we feel about dormtainment, and we know that where we going is great, and it's gonna take a little longer to get there, and it's gonna take a little more work. But you know, we still feel like, damn, maybe is it is it going too slow sometimes? Right. Is, is, is everybody else getting it quick? Are we the one? Is something wrong with us? So that is a, like a little insecurity of us, and that's why we got to we got to put it in this show, so you get yeah. to see something real about yeah. like what we think about in the house, like just yeah. us. Because all that shit real. Right. Well, not all of it ain't. It, it ain't all of it ain't real, but there's there's a there's real ish. There's there's <laughs> real ish elements to there, right. and it's a little embarrassing. That shit's a little embarrassing, but it yeah. feels like if you can embarrass yourself and put it on that screen, right. you gonna get you gonna get a People can relate. To yeah, people can get yeah, yeah right. yo. Like I everybody has those moments. Every skit that we write that we embarrass the hell out of ourselves. Yeah, best skits. Best skits. <laughs> <laughs> I got a skit called Tay East Butt that everybody yeah. knows me for. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it pains me to my core. It pains me. That this people is, know you for that. Hey, you eat butt, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's two years ago, man. Chill out. But, you know, but it's like, you know, like that that moment in right there, that shit was special to people when they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So it was right. like, right. I ain't shame. Right. Cool. I feel like more and more people are starting to, straight people anyway, right. are starting to admit that they do that. <laughs> I feel like, live your life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People have uh, I've been talking about eating ass all week and I'm kind of over it as a time. See, you? that's where the skit came from because they always tease me because I'd be like, nah, yo, like, I'm not, I'm not into that. And they'd be like, man, you got to get on this, man. Like, nah, this, that's, this is, I said, I said, you wasn't, you haven't been in true love yet. And, oh. and when, when you see a woman, 
my thing is I don't mean love, bro. That when you when you have don't. a woman, you want to do anything to her, every and anything. You no limits. That's when you like, man, that's the one right here, and wow. that's that's you you you. I eat her toe. <laughs> but I, I eat a toe be- before I eat ass. I eat in between a toe. I eat behind her ear. Whatever. Okay. Like I want to eat mm. everything on her. All right. That's not. That but it's only it's only been once or twice in my life since I've came across women like that. So. <laughs> okay. Well, because oh, you had to put that modifier. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I don't that eat every ass. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people should know that. Mm, for okay. sure. All right. Well. <laughs> well, congratulations. Crystal is man. not feeling. <laughs> she's I'm, exhausted I'm from these conversations. I've literally been talking about it all week long. I just did this with Charlemagne's ass on Uncommon Sense, talking about eating you just ass. Ate it, just, or are you just? Oh wow. Okay. I phrased that horribly. Open. Just goddamn. That was so bad. Open. No, I just sat on a panel and discussed this very topic. So <laughs> kind of over the whole concept. I just. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's gone. That it, it's kind of. It's a bacteria. Now thing for me I don't That's trust I that most people are clean enough bacteria. for me to do that it doesn't matter about whether you're clean or not you can wipe and scrub all no, day no 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 I'm talking about gonna... sterilizing I'm talking about throwing an antibacterial into the wash so that you can kill the E. coli okay. in and around your anus <laughs> okay, so there's yeah, I'm e. talking coli. clinically right, because clinic, yeah. I have a fear of germs and okay. of getting sick and okay. of feces yeah. especially right, and right, so I just right. know especially eating a man's ass I just yeah. know y'all not shaving nothing back there not, y'all not rinsing nothing out I, I know this it. see how do, how do I get, know that because I don't want pink eye I don't want strep throat it's okay <laughs> so, I'm not even gonna your tongue gonna be white bitch you got thrush what you been doing so so season three <laughs> season can we look three. forward to season three and when are we transitioning into television man hopefully that season yeah, <laughs> but see, like, that's the thing. Like, if people watch it enough, they react enough. You click that like button enough. You comment enough. Yeah, you leave enough positive messages about what you did. Like, it's a possibility it could happen. We, I, I mean, mean we're I looking feel- at the numbers. Look at. I hope you know. I, I can't. You know, I can't speak on it because it's 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 their decision. You know, right mm-hmm. on whether they think that it can. You know, be a show that can. Last, right. Comedy Central, you know damn well this can <laughs> right. and should be on TV. <laughs> right. Just gone ahead and quit do bullshitting. it. Quit We gotta start a hashtag that we can. That's fine with me. <laughs> Whatever Comedy we Central, gotta do. quit bullshitting. <laughs> right. Hashtag quit bullshitting. <laughs> Is that coke for the Hennessy? Yes. Because, all right. Go ahead, I will. Would you like some hand. more Hennessy? Man, um, actually, you know what? I don't mind if I do. We came late. We came with the Hennessy. I mean, listen. We so gonna talk about more. This is just fine. This is perfectly fine. I wanna let y'all know I'm out here catching trains ain't nothing <laughs> are you you kind of proud of ain't yourself nothing. yes i caught a train by myself today did oh, it smell shit. like this no 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 but someone tried to sell someone asked for money twice okay. i gave it to the black dudes who performed though because they earned it okay. all right well yeah. i mean if you're gonna give it to somebody, somebody at least give it to somebody who gave you a show you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah, i yo. see that but I they be that. trying to kick you in your goddamn temple and shit right now doing when y'all all doing all these flips, flips and shit now listen young lady my glasses shifted that last time. I'm going to need y'all to get it the fuck together. Like, they do Somebody too much really sometimes. Somebody really did kick you? Well, like, they get close enough to you to where, like, if your sneaker debris is flying in my face, yeah. like, yeah. chill out. Is that a part of the... You can get your fucking face broke. <laughs> yes, you time. can. If you're in the wrong seat, you That's, sure that's a part of the show? Like, is it, like, well, they don't do experience it. I mean, shit? it's just a bunch of kids on the train trying to, you know, make some money, really. Yeah, that's yeah. all it really well, it's, is. It's better than a uh, football team hustle, you know? Oh, I'm oh, selling yeah. candy. I know about that. We yeah. need cleats. And yeah, all that shit. Hi, I'm 45 and I need new jerseys for my team. <laughs> exactly. What team you want, bro? What team you play for, bro? The Broncos. Broncos of what, bro? <laughs> Broncos of West 
South. West South, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me finish, though. <laughs> West South High Valley. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so. So, this week in a segment that I'm going to call... Yes, sir. Now you from Miami, so you know have hey, to know what that's daddy, from. Come exactly. On, so did I you? I think we all know what that means. It's like loose. I don't ever. You know, I don't think that I knew that Trick Daddy was like that nigga. Like Take it to the house was nationwide at famous. least. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Until I was like maybe seventeen, eighteen years old. I thought it was just like some shit that we celebrated. <laughs> no, I feel like a whole like white people included. If they of a certain age, they definitely know who Trick Daddy is because nice. he had a whole him and Trina had their moment. They had yeah. their run. They and did icon. Yeah. And Trina will have more moments. Okay, listen, no, no, King Miami. Don't do that. I'm sorry, Kid Fury. I know you love Trina. I listen to the podcast, man. But I'm uh, you honestly, about to get kicked out. I know, I know, but Trina I gotta keep it real with my moments. dog. She will always have moments. When last one was a uh, long heels, uh, uh, red bottom. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, that was that was a long time ago. Between then, that was a long time ago. Before her last hit. Like, like she, Give her she, Rico Love is producing her next album. Uh, Rico Love needs someone to produce his album. Too, oh, fuck. Trina can work the feminism lane. We ain't even she can, started yet. Like she, she can, she can win. She can get her. She can get her a W. She can. She can get her. Her a next w. single is called Fuck Boy. She, she can. And, and, and white people like appropriated that shit. You know, oh yeah, like, white people ruin Fuckboy real fast. <laughs> so like we like yeah. it's good. Like they they got already? it. You know? they, they got it already. They got fast. Fuckboy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh they got the, it a while back. The pop the pipeline from black <laughs> anything to white people is so fast now because it of the is. internet. So was it was it Fuckboy then the whip or was it the whip then Fuckboy? I think Fuckboy. Fuckboy was first. Fuck was first. Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. I didn't know they had that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they took it a while back. It's been at least six months. So did you see the when Lena Dunham started calling people Fuckboys and was over on the breakfast? Club. When was this today? No, no a couple, couple days, days ago. I um, mean, you know, we've been traveling and stuff. You know, so I'll be on the. Jets. Is that our first story? Trick Daddy on the Breakfast Club. I mean, it doesn't have to be like full story. I mean, it might. We're basically talking Trick about Trick Daddy has again uh, brought joy into my life at a time that I <laughs> yeah, needed okay. with simple words. That's real. Um, He's also treating his illness with boom. And you know, Ciroc and Patron, and not you know lupus medication. So, so I'm concerned um, for well, him. Is all I'm saying. Like I know he's legendary, but he's not taking care of himself. Well, well those are natural remedies, <laughs> are they? Yeah, he might believe in a more spiritual healing instead yeah. of like medicine. And Patron is very spiritual. Uh, Daddy has had lupus for I think close to a decade, yeah. which yeah. I knew about. What I did not know was that he wasn't taking the medication for it. Yeah, and that he still smokes bone. Right. Now, white people, um. Bunk is uh, me too. I don't know what the hell that is. You know yeah, what bunk I, is? I don't know what bunk is. You know, it's Miami, right? It's some Miami shit. You know what bunk is, Bree? Bree is a resident Miami DJ right here. If he don't know, I don't think a lot of people know. Hell mm. no, I don't want to holler no motherfucking tricky all over there smelling like, like bunk and Hennessy. Bunk and what do, do I thought she was saying like booty or something like? Nah, bunk nah. is 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 weed laced with cocaine. Oh, yeah. y'all just call it weed laced with cocaine. Dirty, yeah, <laughs> yeah dirty, a dirty blunt. Yeah, and there y'all call it boom. And Trick does this. He has done this consistently for about uh, <sighs> 20, 25 years. Probably right. TV. Probably multiple times a week. <laughs> well, I mean, because man, nigga was what ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. talking about it then, and he had been on it then. So it's wow. been a while for Trick Daddy. Probably a good thirty years. <laughs> 
Well, the fact that he's even still like around to be doing Breakfast Club interviews is kind of amazing. And he looks so bad. Like, you know, I love him, but he he looks really sick. Really bad. Like, he and can so use I some was, water and medication. Yeah, I thought a lot of water. It's <laughs> fucking well, he's up. old, though, right? He's no, not, he's no. not that old. He's, he's like, like a good 32. I mean, no, he ain't nah, no damn 32. He's Now you ain't right for that shit. He looks sick, though. Like, he looks like he's sick. Yeah, he looks like he needs to take care of himself. I thought it was fucking him up. I was like, damn, like, Lupus is a fucking bitch. No, he's not taking meds. He's not taking medication. Pineapple Ciroc and smoking weed with Coke for breakfast every day. Yeah, after 5 p.m. Like, he has his whole thing. He says he don't smoke loud, he smokes quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Verbatim. But I mean, that's that's, real. That's real shit. Because loud is like. Loud is loud. Loud is. Sometimes I'm in a hush hush mood. (laughs) (laughs) He says. Loud every time. Niggas who smoke loud have to smoke back to back all day long whereas he could just hit one blunt and he'll be high all day no what that because means because it has cocaine <laughs> right. In it. right that means you fucked up your tolerance on that shit and you can't get high like the rest of us do right loud is just fine for me I don't even need a whole damn J like yeah, half well, a, I'm good I don't what yeah so you got it with you I'm <laughs> like, oh, so you got some weed like in your bag? Yeah, like, like, you know, after the show. He also talks about eating <laughs> ass. Um, he said that Tyler Perry knowing how to play a woman or a homosexual just means that it's natural for him. What? I mean, maybe. He, he talked about Oprah <laughs> sleeping with <laughs> Gail. There were a lot of really great, great quotes. <laughs> what? <in> there, <laughs> Why is Trick Daddy talking about Oprah? I think it started by him saying something about Oprah uh, donating to build schools in Africa yeah. when she didn't build no schools in Chicago. Something oh, like that. Damn, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. You know, there's depth to uh, his madness, yeah. sponsored by Bunk. But, you know. Did, did, I'm trying to see if he actually had something to promote. Or, or did he just hit up Charlemagne Shrink like I Daddy would love Spices. To be, um, you don't know he has, like, he oh, has. Oh, right. No, 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 no. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You're not serious. Like a <laughs> Miami Dade Laurie's. Oh. No, 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 Like no, no, seasoning no, no, no. salt. He's no. got gluten free. They have Damn. to send you some. They have wow. to send you, like, a sample. You have to be able I'm to. I'm going to, to pay for You're it. You're going to buy it? <laughs> Absolutely. Just it's sight unseen. Taste untasted. What are you talking about? Of course you buy it. He may take it to the house. But you just give it Man, of course money. I'm gonna try your spices. <laughs> you made that, yes. nigga. <laughs> There's no way around it. He's gonna take your spice money and buy some bunk. Hey. <laughs> some K2. He it's also was there with his new female rap mm. protege mm. who right. also sells waist trainers. Okay. So okay. she fits in on Instagram on, already. Come on, man. It's just, Come on. It was the greatest interview I've ever, <laughs> ever seen in my life. <laughs> you good? Y'all all right? <laughs> He's an American hero. I can't believe this happened, but it's like it's hard to do comedy when it's already happening. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what I'm saying. How can you be funnier than real life? Right. How can you be funnier than what's happening in 2015? Exactly. I can't and he meant no everywhere. Than. He's just he's hilarious. You have to go home and watch this. No, I'm, yeah, I'll yeah, watch well, it. I watched it. Long it was very, Daddy. very informational. <laughs> he has a good hilarious. youthful spirit. Okay, you know what? And you know, we don't know how much longer he'll be around. So we got to celebrate our icons today. (laughs) Give them the flowers while they're living. Amen. (laughs) 
So, Your daddy is definitely one of his icons. Like he, no, he's serious. That's not what? a joke. Thug.com, <laughs> right? Get the fuck what? I know. Yo, he I made know. an album called Thug. Here we go. Let me let me see if Kid Fury really know. I'm old, freaky old, get your sneaky ass, nigga. Not even doing this. Damn, chamber. damn, fuck it. I just got left out. Collard green neck bone. Always wear my jeans, baggy shaggy. You know you want to. Just do it. <laughs> Moving on. We can't talk about Trick Daddy all day. All right. It's TD day. Um, good news. Rihanna is uh, starting her own beauty agency mm-hmm. called, uh, I think it's called Frame, but the A in Frame has been replaced with an 8. So I don't know if it's freight 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 me freight me freight me oh freight me freight me frighten me freight it's an eight though you must say it with the accent frighten me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to your do Rihanna might accent. be worse than mine was that worse than mine no, that no. Was way better oh, than that's fucked up alright now I gotta hear your Rihanna okay no you don't I, I got to just give me a minute I'm gonna work Jesus on it I'm gonna warm up Say it, say it randomly. Everybody at home, randomly. you can blame Mike for this if she does it. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be an agency for uh, makeup artists and mm. other people that make women beautiful and things Anyways. like that. I, so. I, I think that's going to be very successful. Rihanna has a, she has a cult following, man. When she says go, everybody goes. And she's professionally fine. Right. If there's anything she can sell, it's beauty because she's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Like, yeah. she's damn fine. She started the bad bitch movement. You think so? I think so. That whole bad, I'm a bad bitch, that was Rihanna. Dabble in that. Uh, elaborate on that for us. Well, you know, she, uh, what's the song she had when she said, I'm a bad bitch, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. I mean, everybody knows that that's what? Rihanna's like, that's if you want to be real, <laughs> right? We would have to just jump right back you, to who? I was gonna say if we're Katrina gonna go all Laverne the way back, Taylor, the baddest bitch. I don't even know. And you don't you right into that. ever forget <laughs> it? Uh, well, I don't know if people were saying that back. No, then. they. I mean, she was saying that, and that was she like was, the and nobody 90s. caught on. No, what? What? She's still the baddest. You're bitch trolling, Kid Fury. She right made now. baddest make sense. She it wasn't even like grammatically correct. Was that on the album? It was the name. All right. I don't even. I feel like you're leaving me out to yeah. dry the 305 of yesterday. I came back you up on Trina, man. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, Rihanna's beautiful she and is. she doesn't have an album out, but she's, you know, selling uh, <laughs> beauty to people. Okay. Yeah, Rihanna. One day me and Rihanna going to date and I'm going to come back on here and talk about it. I feel like everybody has that like goal? a Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when you made it. Yeah, like pretty much every man, when the topic of Rihanna comes up, they're all like, I just want to be with her. Yeah, and I know she's going to play me. I know she's going to be be disloyal. Maybe she might cheat on me and, and tell me, like, Mike, uh, I, I had sex with another guy. Is that okay? Oh, damn, <laughs> that like, is better than mine. It's way better than Mike, uh, I had Mike, sex uh, with another man. Okay? Is that okay? See, that it's offensive. What? <laughs> when you do it. I'm trying to sound like you. <laughs> I'm not even from Barbados. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she, Western you, you, Western you, y'all kill each other. Right, and you know, just for like a month or two, I'm, I'm good on that, and I can right. I can move on and get some real energy going somewhere else. She scares me, doesn't she? I feel like she would fuck a regular nigga's life up. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Oh, okay, you just want to be she ruined. Trying to be rich, <laughs> famous niggas' lives, up. right? Yeah. And that's the, like one of my favorite things about her. Actually, yeah. I just want to stay on her good side. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Actually, I randomly had a dream the other day that she was being interviewed by Andy Cohen. And I was in the audience, and he asked her a question about Chris Brown, and I yelled out, Nigga, you tried it! And she gave me a free sweater. 
Because she probably would no, give you a free sweater. Wait, or some this shit was like a daydream or a regular dream? No, this was like a dream just at night. But I was like oh, on medication. I was on some medication and I was just like, you know, <laughs> like I was taken to painkillers. And so maybe that's what it was. Maybe. It was a very odd dream. Yeah. And then we like went to the fair. See, that sounds like Rihanna. I can see that happening. Yeah. Kid Fury, Rihanna mm. hanging out. That sounds like a good It seemed like some shit y'all yeah. would do. Speaking of Chris Brown, he <laughs> and... Um, right. <laughs> He and plenty of other wild Negroes across the country seem to believe that there was a UFO that flew over the Orange County the other day, I think. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in California. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw the videos. So there's a light that zooms across the night sky. It just looked... It looked kind of suspect because people like hundreds of miles apart saw it. Like it was people all across this region. It wasn't just in one city. Well, the way that the sky works is that technically if something is high enough, everyone will see it. That's true. But the government said it was like a missile test. Which is to me is scarier than a fucking UFO. Right. <laughs> like a yeah. missile test. Oh no, it was just a missile test. <laughs> Calm right. down, everybody. <laughs> just blowing up missiles over. So your where's head. the missile now then if that's what y'all did, if y'all just fired it off? Well, like, it was a test. It like it's like a firework. Y'all wasn't gonna tell nobody, A at eleven PM it's gonna be this crazy light shit flying through the air. Like I don't know if I believe the government if they say it's a missile. I My don't. thing is if young thugs cousins really are coming to get them, right? Why have none of them ever actually stopped? Why do they have to be young thugs, Ken? Because that nigga's not from here. Okay. All right. Think so, I was it. wondering where he was going with the young thugs' cousins. Think about it. Young thug can't... He's not... Yeah. He said it. He said that he feels like he's from Earth, too. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> do you mean Mars? What are you talking about? He said that there's some other planet that was discovered that is similar to Earth. Okay. And that's where he believes he's from. And it's called Earth, too. They, they did come up it. with another name. I don't... Young Thug right. is from a planet Codeine. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what yeah. I believe. That's yeah. really what that is. I just, like, no, you, we'll why have it. they never touched down and be like, hey, we going to Waffle House? <laughs> like... They just you they just fly by. What are they? What is yeah. the holdup? Why yeah. have we never actually seen them? I mean, if you flew over America, would you really want to touch down? Like America's not that great. It ain't some fantastic point. place to come settle. They don't want to come meet us. They probably picked up. <laughs> they probably picked up the fucking Republican debate. <laughs> they were like, "Is this real?" I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh. <laughs> Let's just go over there. This cannot be real. Like them niggas can't be for real. It they can't remember, be fifteen Republican. Fucking they remember candidates. Trump from that fucking planet. That they were at war with. Like, nah, we're not fucking with that guy. They heard about how El Chapo put out that hit on Donald Trump, that $5 million or whatever it is, talking about he want Donald Trump dead or alive. And they was like, look. No comment. We can build a new recreation center with this. <laughs> right. Right. All the wonderful things we can, we can do with do. this. Do we really need Donald Trump? <laughs> That's when you start asking yourself all of the pertinent the questions. The hard questions. like, is the earth going to suffer without Donald Trump? I think not. What are you thinking about this? We were actually just having a discussion about the presidential election. And I personally feel like either way, I'm fucked. Like, I'm screwed. Well, Have y'all been paying a lot of attention to the debates and all that? I've been I've been traveling. So. I watched the Democrats. <laughs> all right. You've been you traveling for months. You've used about three times. I've been on the planes, you know. I, I, I watched the Democratic one. It was pretty nice. It was good to see Hillary and Bernie kind of exchange thoughts and ideas. 
I'm scared. I'm so fucking scared. A like Trump is like, running. Like that shit was a Simpsons joke. Right. That shit is fucking right. scary, yo. Like yeah. 2015 is like a Dave Chappelle skit, man. It is. That shit is scary. I don't it understand it at all. And people like legit and he's are like voting for extremely ben popular, right? They both get on TV and say the dumbest shit, and they actually have a lot of support. Yeah. But like, a lot of people feel like they're not watching the Republican debates because they're not voting for none of them yeah, anyway, regardless. So you're just not even going to put yourself through the drama. I'm going to go I, for Bernie. <laughs> but I got to see, you know, like to be honest, though, like, I think that the other side, you got to listen to the other side and you got to see what they got to bring and you have to like listen to their issues and what they care about yeah. in order to have some type of meeting in the middle or, you know, to at least see, understand their arguments. Even though a lot of it is bullshit, right. there is some logical things that they are good at, you know, that they'll be able to offer. Some would to, be the key word. Some. Very few. <laughs> I look at it like Even this. more accurate. You know? If the candidate is very, uh, they're just very, they're like, they're, they're going in on one topic. This is what I stand for, right? And if that's something you agree with, like, yeah, I would like to see a change with that. Then you vote for that person. They're not going to be able to change everything. Obama people, black people are still mad at Obama because he ain't changed the world for them. Like, we ain't getting no, no checks or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But to me... <laughs> Who thought we was going to get checks? Uh, some people was like, oh, it's the time. We about to get some money. Yeah, there were a few niggas that thought they were getting <laughs> Niggas thought right. they was getting you checks. All right. But because they didn't get no checks, they thought he didn't do a good job. <laughs> wow. But there's one or two things that Obama did. Healthcare is different now. Everybody has access to healthcare, even if it's the Medicare shit that's, you know, yeah, might not be able to do shit greatest. for you. Even if that is it, at least it's something. <laughs> right. Something. Yeah. And then his his prison reform act and trying to get uh, people off who who got indicted off off of drug exactly, charges, exactly. black men who broke yeah. up families, mm-hmm. trying to get people out of that. Like for me, that's a lot. That's mm-hmm. changing the world, yeah. and it might only be one or two things in his eight year term. But that's it's hard to do one or two things in this Congress. If you see yeah. House of Cards, you know it's hard to pass. They <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is watch House of Cards. All you got to do is watch yeah, House of Cards. Spell it out yeah, for yeah. you right there. Yeah, yo, they fought. They fight the fuck out of him. Yo, they they fight him on everything. They do. I think just it's just interesting that so many white Republicans give him hell. And they are ready and willing to vote for Ben Carson, mm-hmm. who is 100% black, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And also thinks that the pyramids were built to hold grain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, All that Ben Carson is a smart, dumb nigga. He's just he one of He might be niggas. playing dumb to get in and, and say, fuck it. This is who I am, niggas. This is what we're going to do. Everybody get checks. But see, you know. that really says something if a politician feels like they need to play dumb in order to win. That really says a lot about the American people as a whole. Like, yeah. Shouldn't our politicians be trying to play smart? Why do people feel like because they have to dumb down the win? majority, yo. Yeah. You, know, you got <laughs> you to end. When you play dumb, they let you in so much easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that must be why uh, Hillary out here doing the fucking nay nay in the vibe. Oh my god! Yes, this slide. bitch on Snapchat and shit. Right? Like, I'm like, the like girl, fuck you trying to be young? What are you are doing? Me, mom, if you don't get your ass off. And Snapchat. I fuck with Hillary. I fuck with her, but I'm like, get your like, what are you doing? This lame ass shit. <laughs> I don't trust Corny her. ass over there. She right. be saying with Ellen. Well, you know, in the words of Moesha, what the fuck? Like, girl, shut up. Nobody has ever quoted Moesha. 
Hillary Clinton about to. Like, she's oh, just trying too Parkers. hard. She's trying too hard. Because whoever Where? gets the Democratic nomination knows that they have to get the black vote. Yeah, true. Yeah. So they're trying. Like, they're doing their best. But Bernie Sanders is using, like, okay, black people shouldn't be killed. Black Lives Matter. Right. Yeah. And Hillary is over here trying to do the fucking whip and nay-nay. Right. And that's why I'm kind of leaning more towards Bernie. And it's like, yeah, Bernie, if you say all these things, I want to see you do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to blast your yeah. ass. I just Bernie think Bernie does not have a chance. Years I don't. I don't think he's going to get the nomination. Honestly, Why, I think he he's the better candidate. No, because he doesn't pander to corporations and big money the way that Hillary does. But that's yeah. why we have to be the ones to vote for him, right? I mean, listen. I I like I feel you and I feel definitely feel like he's the stronger candidate. I just feel like Hillary has the machine behind her yeah. Yeah, to push her yeah. to the front. So. I'll vote for Hillary's fucking kitten heels before I vote <laughs> for a single Republican, and I don't even trust her. I mean, well, if you yeah. believe Scandal and House of Cards, then what we vote don't matter any damn way. Yeah, they all behind they the scenes don't. being shady. So let's so. give an update on this uh, queen named Yusuf Mack. I shouldn't call him a queen. Ooh. It's too soon. Um, this boxer from Philadelphia. Oh, no, he came out. Yeah, I don't have to call him a queen, though. Oh, you know? it's just, it's, oh you're being kind? I'm trying to be considerate? You're being nice? So, I thought yeah. that was like his like entrance like <laughs> title. And welcome, the queen. <laughs> nah. So she was doing this. Um, See? See? Uh, a few weeks back, there was this story. Well, it came out that he had participated in uh, some gay porn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, some very aggressive uh, gay porn. Hardcore gay porn, okay. And um, his excuse was that he was uh, drugged and he doesn't remember any of it, okay. although he got paid for it. Right. Okay. 4500 I believe. Oh, they didn't give him no... Well, I don't know. Well, sure. I don't consider that a lot of money, especially for a porno, but... Anyway. Well, if you do 10 of them, you know. <laughs> I um, mean, if you want to um, get double penetrated 10 times okay. <laughs> on 10 different episodes, that's Episode. your business. <laughs> or whatever Steven. you call porn. What, the people binge watch? Installment. Hey, what you working on now, bro? <laughs> uh, second season of my gay porn. <laughs> anyway. I guess he was real known, uh, he was known for boxing yeah. right, in Philadelphia and, um, yeah, that was his excuse that he was straight. Um, he is. Ne- then he came out and said that he was bisexual. Yeah. And now he has admitted to just being gay and living his life like it's golden. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Dog Pound, that porn company, <laughs> was like, "Oh, so we drugged you? Tell it to the judge." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah good they were them. like, "Well, what we're gonna just do is talk like, about this in court yeah. when we sue you." Because that's slanderous, is it good not? Or libelous, yeah, one or the other. Yeah. To be Listen, like, oh, they drug? Wait, okay. Like, nah, we got this nigga on tape right, signing this. Yeah. Right. He was perfectly lucid. Get out of here, bro. I feel like if anybody makes sure that they have, like, all they shit together when it comes to signing paperwork, it's the people in the porn industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. You yeah, got to make sure you're not you fucking with minors. So. You got to right. make sure everybody got their they blood work right. and shit together. The like, like, well, they like supposed 40. to. <laughs> they supposed to. Yeah, you probably sign like 40 papers before you penetrate anything. Right. Especially. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. Or before you get penetrated. <laughs> well, that's good for his is, ass, man. You got to be honest with yourself, bro. And, and you wasn't honest with yourself and now you got exposed. So good for you. Well, he's ass. got 10 kids, so now he got like a lot of explanation. To, to these baby mothers. Oh, dang. That's a lesson for everybody. Be honest with yourself. I thought that it was very interesting that maybe two, three, four days after he came out as gay, 
He hosted a new life coming out party in <laughs> West Hollywood. Hollywood? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the gayest. The gayest city. Wow. So you went from being in the closet and talking about you got drugged to hosting a fucking coming out party in the span of two weeks. My yeah. did, did they have a flyer? But they have, there was they, a I literal flyer. The flyer. There was a flyer. flyer. I know it had a rainbow. Balloons and <laughs> right. Come on out for TMZ approached him. He got new teeth. They were oh, talking about, wow. oh, how do you feel? The the streets are painted in rainbows. How do you feel? And it was very awkward. But you know. And I would just say this is why a lot of people don't believe bisexual men when they say they're bisexual because a lot of people use it as like a stepping stone to saying they're gay. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of men, when they come out, they're like, oh, I'm bisexual. I like men and women. A lot of people's first thought is, all right, nigga, like, you know, you be grabbing well, the ankles. Even if you are up. bisexual, people going to call you gay anyway. That's true. Yeah. Like, whatever. But like I've said, bisexual men more than likely aren't coming out. Because if they say yeah. that, they're the not women are never pussy. Right. The women are never not, going back. Right. Especially if you're black. They're like, well, we could always go down to, you know, the mall. You can help me find some shoes that match my skin tone. <laughs> maybe if you find a bisexual woman, maybe she won't care. That's a completely like different that. fucking story. And a, a whole lot of them be lying, too. And I don't even know why. Because <laughs> you can, you can do, you do whatever you want as a bisexual woman. Yeah. You tell me, hey, Mike, listen, before we get into this, I'm bisexual. Okay. That's not gonna stop you at all. That's not gonna stop you from, what that from talking to me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. That means more opportunity, right? Right. Are you ready for the check? Because we can go. Like, this isn't an issue for me. I wish you had gotten an invite to this party. I would have paid to see you go and who take are you. Talking you. To? you <laughs> to see you, like, you reporting talking? live from the coming out party in West Hollywood. Because I'm right. That face right there. I know you would be like. Utterly disgusted. Like, really, nigga? Hardly enjoy going to the club now. <laughs> and I have done gay clubs in West Hollywood before. I don't know what kind of boom they smoke out there. Whoa. <laughs> but it's just... Oh, they don't smoke. It's some, like, no, it's, they on some other shit. It's too much. Yeah. They just be falling all over. Hey, I'm like, hey, guy, get the fuck off me, I've bro. never been to a coming out party. I don't even know what happens at those. Like... Do you get up and make a speech? Are you like, my bad for <laughs> not telling y'all like, <laughs> earlier. the whole time that I had this affinity for dick? Like, what do you even say? You're here. I don't... <laughs> I, you apologize? I feel like it's more like a scouting party where it's just like I'm <laughs> fully like, out now. You know, I know. Right. Let me see That might I not be find. a bad idea. Like, I'm out. If you think I'm cute, come right. to this party yeah. from 11 to 3. Right. <laughs> Let me see if I think you're cute, too. Because he put some diamonds over those. Listen, that's that not missing. a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I'm not mad at it. Speaking of homosexuality, let's talk about <laughs> Vivica Fox. And, um, Wait, she said something about 50 Cent, right? She said a few things about 50 yeah, Cent. Yeah, I saw that. Did y'all see mm-hmm. it? I, I watched it live. I know exactly what it was. I don't want to ruin the uh, the section, but Vivica Fox is bitter right now, and, and she needs to grow up. And she need to get a job. So, um... <laughs> get a job, too? <laughs> man, what? I liked her in Sharknado, man. Exactly. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I loved her performance. Exactly. The, no, the gifts was bomb on Tumblr. She was exactly. in Sharknado? <laughs> there were gifts. She was dead ass in Sharknado. Yeah, she was in Sharknado. I didn't even finish what I'm watching saying? Sharknado. Fury, let's not even talk about it. <laughs> right, if you're in Sharknado, you do need a job. You know what I'm saying? No, no, Sharknado was bomb. No, it's terrible. No. So, first of all... <laughs> terrible uh, on purpose. Right, it's a bad joke. <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta came back this uh, Sunday. Yes, it did. Awesome. My mom is happy. Um, <laughs> I don't have much to say about it except for the fact that Kenya Moore should have never put her alleged house 
on television. Never, like never. Why Wait, would what? you tell people? Oh, y'all didn't watch the show. Kenny Moore, who was also from Detroit, <laughs> okay, That's what's um, up. was on the show showing off this new house that she's building and the depths of Buck Buckhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, and the house. Looked like a sneeze. It looked like <laughs> Jesus. It was just moldy. It looked yeah. like termites. Looked like had a been lot of allergens it. in there. It's, I mean, it had caution and danger and keep out signs. It was like condemned. Who is this again? Um, Kia Kenya Moore. That's the one who was married to Cordell Stewart. Yeah. No, that's Portia. Oh, no, that's Portia. So no, it's not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. She's a beautiful woman who has no integrity. Right. And that's all that you really got to know. <laughs> that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> so, that's not show. funny. That's not funny. I feel like I'm listening to the show at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have to was, remember, she like, to, was she trying to flip it though? Like she was trying to flip it. No, that's like, her house. No, she's trying to build the house so that she can move into it. But the only reason I mention it is because on the show she was making fun of Sheree Whitfield, who has been known for the longest time to be building this house that is still not done. Sheree is the one married to the ex-con. No, yes. the, the football player. Wait, no, 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 no. He's a, no. Sheree was married That's to Bob Phaedra. Whitfield. You were so close. Phaedra Hell, married you to almost the light Apollo. You see how we don't care? Like <laughs> they all the same. Man, I don't know. I just feel like don't. You, what is the glass People house? People who live in glass houses should not throw stones. And you live in stick house. <laughs> right. Like, bitch, you really have the nerve to roll up on Sheree. Like, what everybody knows in the neighborhood, your house isn't done. Like, bitch, your house ain't either. We just saw that raggedy shit and old cobwebs and shit everywhere, It looked like bitch. a handkerchief. It is inhabitable. It was and you horrible. got the nerve to talk about something. I could not believe Sheree didn't slap the shit out of her. I would have been like, bitch, I don't know who the fuck told you that you could talk to me like you knew me. I don't think so, ho. So but, following the show was yes. um, Watch What Happens Live with Candy Burris, who's pregnant. Congratulations to her. Yeah. Bravo, oh, Andy. shout out. Is it the same dude who was like her mom didn't fuck with? Yes. Okay. But got that's that all of Candy's boyfriends because <laughs> she didn't yeah. like the one that died either. <laughs> the one before Todd. Even Damn. even now, like he's dead now. She still don't fuck with him. Well, I, I mean, think she's giving him a break now because he's dead. Because he's dead. Because remember she hated to... Todd's mama and then Todd's mama, mama died, died. And, and now it's like, like, oh, she was I'm such sorry a sweet I called lady. Her a bitch oh, oh, my God. That lady needs to die. She was like, she was She's terrible. She needs to go down in the grave. She's horrible. How old is she? 62? I don't know. Yeah, right. She got about eight more years. She was the bartender on Watch What Happens. She Live. was what? And She's I trying found to get a come that up. interesting because Vivica Fox is very clearly inebriated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, she and looked fresh like a, off some Botox, some fillers, whatever it was. She her looks face better was now than she did a few years ago. That's true. She she clearly dialed back, but her face has she that like shiny ass. Okay, all right. She looked like a what kid? She looked like Kenya's house. Oh my god! Just dilapidated. Yo, stop it. Just torn <laughs> apart. Just horrible. Anyway, so she got on Watch What Happens Live. Her hair was red. Her <laughs> suit was blue. She looked like a black bomb pop to me. Uh, yeah. Ever since Two that. can play that game, I don't. I haven't fucked with Fox. Well, Two can play that game was awful. It no, was. it was not. It was. That was the blueprint for a lot of black people in high school. <laughs> I like Two can play well, that game. I was game. well out of high school by then, but that whole okay. stopping and looking at the camera and breaking the third wall You like thing, that? No, I hate it. I oh, hate man, when, I thought that was a good format. I hate when shows do that. <laughs> <laughs> That movie. Not even on House of Cards. Not my, well, that's different. <laughs> See, no, no. Why it's is it different? Because the white man does. <laughs> you right? Because the white man did it way better than Vivica <laughs> did. You damn Horrible. right. I don't care. Oh You're well. Terrible. I said it. <laughs> Mutiny. Be mad. So, um, 
Angie Cohen had this segment where he was asked... Oh, he's talking about Empire, and mm-hmm. I guess Vivica is supposed to be on Empire as Cookie Lion's sister. Because... Because Lee, Empire, Daniels, is right, because Lee Daniels is yeah. hiring Lee everybody. Daniels is trying to revive 90s uh, actresses and actors. I mean... Well, it's working. They all got a job now. That's what's up. And you know what? Shout out to... Nah, look, she's got a job. Yeah. Even if you don't like what he's doing, at least he's hiring black people like Tyler yeah, Perry. Okay, okay. And he's not giving everybody on the everybody show Everybody doesn't have AIDS. Wait. He does a lot with the gay character, but you know. I've Wait. seen a few Tyler Perry shows with AIDS. No, we're what talking about it? Lee Daniels. Okay, so oh, Tyler yeah, Perry how. loves AIDS. <laughs> Tyler Perry loves it. He you gives know, it to everyone. He gives it In to everyone. In his storyboard, he has Act 1, <laughs> empty. Act 2, empty. Act 3, in the middle of Act 3, AIDS. Right. Yep. Exactly. Act Damn. four, crying. He walks into every meeting like, who's getting the AIDS today? Yes. <laughs> he just starts with AIDS in the middle and then builds his and story Bill, around hey, it. Hey, Tyler, you working on anything? <laughs> well, I got this AIDS thing going. <laughs> like, what the That's fuck? That's honestly like every single story, every movie, every play. It's like, oh my God, nigga, okay. <laughs> I mean, right. but everybody got their like formula, like Gucci Mane, you know, he got his thing that he keeps doing and uh, like Papoose had punchlines. <laughs> You really brought Wait. out Gucci and Papoose. To compare to Tyler Perry. To compare to, first of all, right, right. you brought up Papoose next to the Gucci man. To uh, the Gucci. To the Gucci. That was disrespectful as hell, first of all. Let's, let's throw in Trick Daddy while we at it. Uh, see, Kid Fury is about to knock you out. I really felt like we were going to be together on this Trick Daddy Trina thing. Right, because y'all are from Miami. I fuck with Trick Daddy. I just don't fuck with Trina. All right. Oh I can God. accept that. You see, well, what I'm trying to do totally here is fine. give everybody credit. <laughs> it, it, it ain't working out for me, but I'm trying. Woo, um, what the hell okay. story were we talking about? I can't wait to listen back. Andy Collin asked um, <laughs> Vivica Fox. <laughs> oh, my God. Are y'all drunk? <laughs> no. Are no, y'all no. drunk? You see the decision that I made. <laughs> <laughs> he asked her about Empire, and he said, what do you think about 50 Cent saying that mm-hmm. Empire had too much gay shit in it? And Vivica did this weird pause, and then she did like the Olivia Pope lip tremble, yeah. and then she looking around, right? Yeah. And she said something about the pot calling the kettle black, mm-hmm. yes. And then she called him a booty snatcher because of a double XL right. cover that he did oh. with Soldier Boy. Boy. In fairness, You're right? If you have seen the cover yeah. that she's talking mm-hmm. about, you talking about the old cover, yeah, with the, the white with him with the, the white with the Assassin's Creed yeah. outfit on. <laughs> he does look okay. like a booty snatcher in Vivica's defense. Okay. But, but look, look. It looks Vivica, like a booty 50, ninja. But 50, like fifty, that's what he do. Like he, you know, he groomed. Soldier Boy, he's taught him the ways, you know. Which which Did led it? him into wrong ways. I was gonna say he clearly didn't do that great of a job because Soldier Boy is not following in Fifty's footsteps right. at all. Well, there's two people who I know listen to Fifty Cent, and both of them are in turmoil right now, and one of them is Soldier Boy. <laughs> okay, well, I can, well see, Soldier Boy still got money, and he just posted a who? thing. He got he was reading books and shit. Who told you that? He reads books. Yeah, yeah. Soldier Boy of cannot read. Stop that. He had lots of inspirational books. Not chapter books. You mean picture books? (laughs) No, they have many words. Okay. (laughs) Many like M I N I. (laughs) Soldier Boy went up to Teddy Riley's daughter and was like, let me tell you about these fish, right? Teddy Riley's daughter. There's a one one, there's a two one, there's a red one, there's a blue Blue one. one. Come on. Did you know that eggs and ham can be green? Like that's what I feel like that's That's what happens when Soldier Boy sits down and reads for an afternoon. Anyway, Fifty Cent promptly hopped on Instagram and said that 
Vivica thinks he's gay because she used to eat his ass. <laughs> so we're back on. Yes, he did say that. I believe it. Vivica looks like an ass-eating woman. She didn't wow. deny it. 50 looked like the type of man who would let a woman Throw do it those too. knees yes, back. Yes, it sure does. Throw the well, knees wait, back. The knee- wait a minute. <laughs> the knees? Like, yeah, like while you... Okay. Because, I mean, ah, you can do this from a couple different angles. It doesn't do, have to be, you know, on Don't the, get that done to myself. It doesn't have to be on all fours. You know, he could you know, be on his people, back. Again, preference. If she's down there in the ball area, she might just like to go on down. She might and just like to go in. He might just tickle that perineum. Back. That was a request. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a request. I mean, he clearly purpose. likes it, and a lot of men do. I mean, there's nerve endings all around that area. The male G yes. spot is in there. The taint is a very uh, special place, ladies. But that's the taint, though. I mean, the taint is very close to the ass. It's once, close enough. Once you get to the taint, you might as well. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you like, back there anyway, girl. Like, look, you're <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'm not doing it either, but I understand. I wish you guys could hear my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's saying. Hell no. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> no, no, but it's, but it's you know. Uh, I'm okay. not against men getting their ass eaten, just not by me. Look, I clearly don't care. <laughs> okay. I just feel like you have to, the, the the position you maintain during that act has to be manly as well. What is a How manly position? That, um, Let me see. Maybe uh, uh, one foot up and uh, sitting down on a business chair while sending an email. What you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like there's any You can't be worried about appearances while you're getting your ass ate, dog. You got to let it go. You got to relax. I might post it on Instagram. I need, to, I, need to look, I need to know how this image looks, man. Don't there post you a... getting your ass ate on Instagram. Maybe what? standing up with like your face like against your elbow against the wall and she I don't I can't feel I don't I mean your knees no, are gonna buckle if you stand up eventually maybe if she go ahead Tate no I ain't got nothing to say I just wanted to make sounds like <laughs> what if you're standing up straight as if you're getting head okay. but she is nowhere near your dick or ball clearly she's underneath yeah and you still grab her head that is manly to me, okay. and I will participate in that. Okay. All right. Thank well, you, you for let clearing us know how that, that up. Goes. However, listen, whatever you have to do to feel good about yourself <laughs> while you getting your ass ate. <laughs> listen, I've never had my ass ate, but like I said, the special lady, there's always there's always that one lady I want to do everything to, and uh, she can do probably. I mean, everything. it feels good. You just have to get past the mental part of it. Right. The, you mental know, block the about. feces come out of this area. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't need <laughs> to. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, it wasn't my decision. This nigga was well, like, I mean, since season. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, this okay. is Trick no, Daddy apologize. and fucking 50 Cent's fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they brought. All of this. Vivica was out of line for that, though. Like that was she petty was, was and stupid. She She's didn't write. She didn't have to do that. Like, girl, she was drunk, is what she was. She was clearly high off a little bit of brown, maybe. <laughs> she it was entertaining. Candy couldn't believe it. <laughs> Candy was like, "So, are you saying that Fifty Cent is gay right now?" Like, Candy was tag like, me in the picture. Yes. Like, Candy, call, you Candy pregnant? Your ass there. <laughs> she you just pregnant. turned. She gonna upset the baby. <laughs> <laughs> the baby in the like, baby, like, all right, bitch, calm down. Damn, I'm like, damn. <laughs> What's okay, going girl? on up there? <laughs> 50 Cent was actually just in the news going back and forth with uh, Rick Ross. Yes, the, I saw that too. And Lord. then he got into it with somebody. Like, he is a professional He troll, thrives man. off beef. Have you know, even with a vitamin water, he's like, try to beef with that. 
Like, oh, Gatorade trying to make flavors, too? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but remember he got sued because people were like, vitamin water is not actually nutritious. <laughs> I, I, I believe But it. you should have known that. It's right. not water. It's got sugar and colors and fucking fossil, all, all the extra right. shit in it. Why did you think it was, bitches, Gatorade water? Right. Like, just because. But anyway, he's had his own problems with his brand. You can always drink water. <laughs> take a vitamin. Right. See, 50 is scary to me, though, man. Like, that's, that's, that's the man, he has, I guess, power, I guess. He's the type of dude like if he was in high school and you was walking by the locker room, the lockers and he said, hey, "What's up, nigga?" Hey, what's up, bro? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he's trying to he's trying to bait you to make fun of him or to say something back so he can so say he can something. knock your ass out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He right. he thrives like a bully. Off. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. He it's posted something. these no, shirts that were like Rick Ross's. Nude chest. Okay. And I say nude because the cross has breasts. I mean, there's right. no way around no, it. Does. Say, like, he has no way at least a B. It's just a thing that happens. You know, and I wanted one. Like, I just thought that it was funny. Like, I would have oh, absolutely. Oh, you wanted a shirt. Nah, you can't do that to the career, bro. To who? To, to the career, bro. You can't, you can't, you can't play Rick Ross like that. Oh, to Miami. Yeah, that's the crib representative, right? That's the king of the crib right now. So you rock for Rick Ross, but not Trina? Trina has not produced. Oh, wow. Oh, <sighs> wow. I mean, not Trick Daddy. Rick Ross' last mixtape was fire, though. Damn. Rick Ross is a boss. He's, 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 he's. So you don't remember when Rick Ross was Trina's hype man? I remember that. And Trina is a female rap legend, and she comes from Miami. Like, I just feel like all of y'all should be proud of her. I feel just... like she should stop rapping and continues re- reciting her her hits. Okay. I haven't seen her in a minute. How's she looking? Long heels. Good. She look good. You have to also keep in mind that lie. Trina is still fine. She's she still has her original face. She's still thick. Kifir, I ain't going to lie. Yes. You know what made me fall off Kif- um, Trina? What? Can I be honest with you? Uh-huh. Sure. She was on Breakfast Club a long time ago. Oh, God. And oh, they asked yeah. her, what's a good size for you? And she said 11 inches. I was like, I don't fuck with Trina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any girl who says 11 inches, <laughs> I don't have no, I don't have nothing to do with you. And I don't understand <laughs> you. And I don't know what you stand for. And I don't know what you've been through. What is it that perplexes <laughs> yes. you about that? I remember it that makes actually. me, it makes me confused and frustrated. <laughs> okay. You don't understand why she would want to accommodate all that. Who can take that? Uh, listen, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. Exactly, like, and I don't, a, I don't know no girls like that. You should be coming. You should be like giving her a round of applause for being, you know, brave and, and willing <laughs> to, right. you know, accommodate something like Somebody that. Somebody has and, to help the extra large dick right. niggas out there. Like they can't just be shut out and uh, left out the party altogether. <laughs> <laughs> you got to include them in the conversation. Pick <laughs> them out. <laughs> they said, "What's a normal?" Size to you, Trina, 11 inches. Bitch. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not a normal size. But I mean, you're talking I mean, about. You're talking about a Trina. It's twice as big as average. So I feel like it's lofty. But if that's what she demands, then listen. Lofty. Only thug lofty. niggas lofty. have 11. Only niggas with no jobs have 11 inches. <laughs> right. And that's how they probably prosper. don't need one. <laughs> right. Why do you need. Because you're going to find a girl who will let you lay up in her house all day <laughs> you're right. while you you're play right. Xbox. You got 11 inch dick. She will go to work at Pour the call center kit. all day. Right. Yes. Us Come average on niggas gotta get to work. <laughs> Rest exactly. of you niggas, uh, ain't it time to clock in, nigga? I gotta have ambition. <laughs> you better go to work, shit. 
I right. gotta have dreams and goals. <laughs> That's so, the yes. bullshit oh, section of our show this week. <laughs> God damn, 74 whole American minutes. <laughs> so we're so going to take a for, break. Oh, are we not going to say thank you for them to them for coming through or Absolutely. Oh, okay. I thought Go you were just ahead. I mean, wanna... I mean, was going to just say thank y'all for coming oh, through no, to the show you. today. Thank we appreciate it very much. Good thank luck you. with the new season. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, my goodness. We appreciate what y'all doing here, man. Y'all yeah, have uh, yeah. cultivated a black audience that is powerful. And, and the, the, the black excellence section that y'all have. Like, yes. I wrote this sketch called Black People Laughing, and I was like, okay, we know the stereotypes. And, you, you know, like, the niggas be like memes, be like, all right, with, like, a big thing. Right. Like, all right, how are we going to set the internet kind of on fire during this time? I wrote Black People Laughing. It was, like, to highlight the uh, the good things about black people. And... I didn't see that a lot, especially we in Hollywood. We don't see that, you know. They right. they, they 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 want the negativity, you know. Right. They they want the fighting. They want the the bad the shit. Stereotypes, exactly. You right. know, and it's nothing. You know, like that is a that's a thing in human life. You know, we gonna fight, but like you know, we knows what we know what those images do. Right. We seen it right. like with us. Like they gonna try to make us fight. They gonna they gonna see what what's what's up. People so, always want to put you against each other when you work right. in a group. Exactly. It's always like exactly, yeah. and they they done did the shits. They done did oh, the yeah. shits. You know what I mean? <laughs> they done did the <laughs> shits. They done did the shits. <laughs> they done did it, and, and we spotted it. And we, we you know what I mean? And, and you know strong. it's it's hard to work work through it, but you know we 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 work strong, and it's good to yes. collaborate with people like you. Yes, absolutely. It's good to you know have you guys promoting that yes. and having us all promote that. Yes, to say like this is not what we. We gonna give you the, the we gonna give you everything. Right. We gonna take yeah. the negative and the positive. You gonna right. take and they gonna be equally as strong. I ain't no hater, and I like to spotlight uh, talent. I like to spotlight people of color, especially who are doing uh, excellent things. Yeah. And so for me, it really has. I mean, just in terms of y'all, obviously, like I said, I'm a fan. And I think y'all do nice brilliant Thank you, work. Yes. I think you've done nice. brilliant you work independently. I think that you'll continue to do brilliant work wherever you go. Thank you, bro. And so, yeah, thank you so much for being a part of the yes, show today. Shout fun. out to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, Shout out to, to Miami. Three hundred five in the building. Do you still got three hundred five every code on your number? Nah, phone? man. I switch area codes every city I go to. I had Atlanta. <laughs> I had, now I'm LA all the way. Yeah. Right. See, I fucked up. I still got three one three. People be screaming. In my shit. <laughs> right. Exactly. Let the people know where they I can called, find y'all. When online. I called, when I called Kid Fury today, he he uh, blocked the number, and I text him right. I text him right away. He answered. So that's when you know a nigga See, don't answer unknown numbers. <laughs> believe these either. lies <laughs> if you want to believe these lies. Like my phone stays on do not disturb. He got a bill. That got is the truth. Like, my phone is always on. Nobody can get through to me, but my mama. What is yeah. wrong? I be here in the pocket. You, you anti? You are you antisocial? I'm not yes. antisocial. I just don't like to talk to people without knowing that I have to talk to them first. So you're anti-social. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're anti Let people know what you've got coming yes. up where they can find all your shit. Alright, so the, the web series is out right now. Six Guys, One Car Season 2 on Comedy Central's YouTube. Catch it on Snapchat every Wednesday. They're releasing a new episode. Yeah. Go check that out. Please like. Uh, tell like, us what you like about it. Comment. comment. Be honest. I don't care, man, but just go watch it, man. We've been yeah. working hard on that and that's our dream. 
get them boys a show. We've been doing that since 2009. Like, that's what we've been aiming for. We want to put more people on. We put that shit out in public. That shit risky. We could have We could have lost. <laughs> but we could have fell hard, nigga. Could've but failed. that goes to show you, you put your goals out there, you, you say what you want, and we here. And honestly, it's up to y'all now because they can't ask us for another web series. They got to give us something else. Right. <laughs> and I'm waiting on it. I wish yeah. y'all could see the Hennessy in Mike's eyes. Yes, right thanks for the no, Hennessy. Awesome. Has been Good and lit now. Yeah, no, he's right. Face just tears of joy. It's cool though. (laughs) All right. Thanks again for coming through, y'all. We appreciate it so much. We're gonna uh, pay bills or what the fuck ever, and we'll be back. Hey, ladies, I know most of us can relate to the struggle of trying to find an amazing bra. Well, there's a company that has come to the rescue, and they're called Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I have ever owned. It is so smoothing and invisible under every outfit, which is super important. Lord knows I've had my moments where my bra showed, and I was like, ugh, over it. The cups on the Third Love 24-7 t-shirt bra are made out of memory foam, so it molds to your shape to give you the most amazing fit. It feels so good, like the tag. Tagless, foam padded hook and I feel great. You know how sometimes that area can scratch and shave and it's just like a pain in the ass. The the third love bra completely takes care of all those problems. All you have to do to get started now is go to thirdlove.com slash read. They stand behind their products so much that they are willing to let y'all try the bra totally free. All you have to do is pay $1 for shipping. You wear it for 30 days. You can take the tags off, wash it, really get your titties in this bra, girls. If you love it, you can keep it and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back and they won't charge you. It's that simple. All you have to do is go to www.thirdlove.com slash read to get started. If you don't know your size, an online fit specialist will be happy to help you. So again, thirdlove.com slash R-E-A-D. Get started today. Help out your tits and let's move on. Hey guys, this episode is also being brought to you by Tristan Walker and the amazing people over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system for people with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. I have told you many, many times that I am disgusted and annoyed by razor bumps, discoloration and irritation. And ever since Bevel, I have not had to worry about those things. Up to 80% of black men and women struggle with razor bumps and up to 30% of men and women of other races encounter razor bumps as well. And this is an issue that multi-blade cartridges cannot solve. Bevel, on the other hand, uses a single blade that cuts right above the skin with less irritation. It also comes with a pre-shave oil, a badger brush, which I just feel like, you know... Sweeney Todd or something with without the murder. <laughs> it's fantastic. So make sure that you go over to getbevel.com for 20% off your first month's membership. All you've got to do is enter promo code the read that's T-H-E-R-E-A-D at checkout. So go to getbevel.com, get you some brushes and some razors and things, and you know, enhance your sexy and whatnot. And let's move on. All right, so we're back to the show. Yes, we are. It's time for some listener letters. It sure is. Are you feeling sober? Not at all. Um, okay, it's great. actually kind of warm and a little bit dizzy in here, but it's fine. Cute. I'll be just I'll be just dandy. So let's zip so, right through this. Yes, thing. let's do that. Um send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com. As soon as my eyes focus, I'll be happy to pull up the first question. Great. It comes from Princess Shuri, who says, I heard Kafiri mention that he loves Alice in Wonderland, and I wondered which version is his favorite. I like the cartoon from nineteen fifty one and the one with Whoopi, Martin Short, and Ben Kingsley. I love the show and so happy for you. Love you so much. Thanks. 
I don't I don't know if Princess Shuri is an inside joke. Is that, is that something you get? I thought you were talking about Ray J's. S H U R I. Is that like a anime character or something? I don't. Okay, never. Maybe mind. I don't. Do you have like a? Is there? I didn't even realize there were multiple versions of oh, Alice like in a Wonderland. Different adaptations to Alice in Wonderland. I think I just know the old school one Disney that was movie? like. I mean the cartoon one. Um no 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 the the real one where it was like that white girl from like I think it was the one from the fifties. Not not a, it wasn't animated. Not that one. I'm talking about the live action like Judy Garland Allison. Am I Are thinking, you of, thinking the, of fucking? I'm thinking of the Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz. Oh fuck! Oh, that's right. There is no live action Alice in Wonderland. That shit had like a cat in a tree. Oh, there is live action Alice's, but wow, not that. One. Okay, so anyway, which one? <laughs> Clearly, I don't know about it. Um, <laughs> alrighty. I really was thinking of the Wizard of Oz. You that's, entirely. I was like, were. come on, and they have a black one. <laughs> Ain't no black. <laughs> Just kidding. The Wiz. <sighs> So, if I had to choose, you know, I've actually been asking myself this many, many times because the Disney one is classic, but the Tim Burton one, I feel like is closer to the book, which I really liked. I think that I would probably choose the Disney movie from the 50s or whatever, just because it was a movie I watched ever since I was a kid and I could still watch it today and probably like it, probably because I'm childish. But... (laughs) You know, no, um, lots of people love it. I just really like the whole entire concept behind Alice in Wonderland, and you know, it's very clearly inspired by uh, drugs. <laughs> I was gonna say that whole movie, like, is inspired by different types of highs, is it not? If I could be like, honestly, I like the whole idea that there's this girl who just feels like completely bored with everyday life and like the expectations that are put, placed upon her, and so she runs away to this, you know world that she sort of kind of you think makes up in her head but not really and it's just right crazy her interactions are wild as hell and you can't like the line between what's real and what's not is blurred throughout the it's whole. nonsense none of it makes <laughs> sense and it doesn't have to and i think that's why I've oh that cheshire cat scared the shit out of me as a child like oh, legit frightened me though he was just shady and kimbell in the way were the Borgroves. You know every word. And the Momraths outgrew. This is why we need to do the Golden Girls theme song, and you have to do the main part. And I can just hum the melody in the background. I love that fucking cat. Okay. What's next? Well, it scared the hell out of me. So, all right. Hope that answered your question. The next one, mm, we have one from a girl who's like struggling with self-esteem issues. Do you want to read that? We have a guy who Well, I would his... feel like shit if I did. <laughs> I'm like, no, sorry. Don't want to hear about your sad Fuck your problems. self-esteem, girl. So, um, this is a fake name, I'm pretty sure. Um, it says, hi, guys. My name is Chiquita, and I'm a huge fan. Well, I say that it's fake because... Her real email address says something different, not because I think her name is fake, because of what it is. It's fine. And I felt like I needed to clarify, because sure, somebody whose it. name is Chiquita was going to tweet me and be like, bitch, bitch, it's real. Okay. My name, bitch, Chiquita, all my life. <laughs> my dilemma is that I've recently started sharing my talent as a writer, and I've been meeting other very talented people who have promoted themselves and each other, and it inspires me to do the same. Mm-hmm. They're all very supportive, so I felt safe and kept getting various opportunities to show off my talent. At the time, I had an internet radio show, and now that I don't do it anymore, I'm not around those people, and I'm back to feeling like I'm afraid to do what I love. 
I'm a new mother and I've always been on my own taking care of myself. So I have a lot of responsibilities and sometimes I use that as an excuse to not pursue my passion. What I'm trying to say is that I let fear stop me from publishing books that I've written and getting my poetry out there in the world. I've made a website and a Tumblr, but I don't share my work because I'm struggling with believing in myself. I'm afraid of failing, but I'm also afraid of trying. And I've heard you guys discuss feeling similar ways. How do I conquer this fear? Please help. How do you encourage yourself to put yourself out there and do what you love? All right. So I felt like this question is something that a lot of people experience. Like, even if you're not necessarily a creative person, like, you don't really feel the need to put out art in any sort of way. Like, a lot of people struggle with, you know, how do I follow my passion or how do I get the courage to do that? I got some, like, how Beyonce got some unreleased tracks. I got some (laughs) unreleased YouTube videos that will never come out. Is it because they're not up to your personal standards? Yeah, this is trash. But do you ever feel but like I, I? You know, I think everything you do is trash that right. I do. So. Yes. So, which kind of is you clearly don't think that everything you do is trash because if you did, you wouldn't put anything else out. But it's kind of. But like, I put it out and then I never go back and watch it. So it's just kind of like okay, well, here this is. And a lot of times I will think that a video or even episodes of this show that we do, I'll be like, oh, that was horrible, and everyone's gonna hate it. And then. I've noticed almost every time people will be like, this was the funniest one. <laughs> and I don't know how that works. Because you're inside your, I think for a lot of us, when you're inside your own head, you're judging your work. But it's because you've been there since, you know, it first started, since you first had the idea for it. And you developed it and you worked on it and you wrote and edited and wrote and edited and you went through the process so many times that now you're looking at it and it's like you almost can't even really see what you've created Mm -hmm. as an outside person. You know, like you you don't see it with fresh eyes because it's your baby. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like, oh, man, I could be doing better with this, but I don't know, like, should I put this out? Am I should I be willing to take the risk? Like getting past that internal fear of, well, what if people don't like it? or what if it doesn't succeed or you know what if it doesn't do the things I thought it would do or people don't really get the message that I was trying to put out that can be a hard thing to be like to to I guess to sort of try to get over like in your own life like how do I get past that feeling right um I think it's good to be your own worst critic sometimes because it means that you ain't just going to put out whatever the fuck and it means that you care about the quality of your work and that you'll probably revise it a bunch of times and that sort of thing. And all of those things can be good. I'm going to tell you a mix of what uh, my cuz, Mike Brown, and my new shrink have told me. Okay. Um, oh, shout out to your cousin. His web series is really good. Yes, it's really funny. Um... He told me, look, you just got to do it. You've got to write it. And he also said that a lot of times your stuff will be crap. Like, it'll be Mm -hmm. bad, but you will have people. Like, you should have people in your life or surround yourself with people that you can send it to. will be like, oh, try this or change this or do such and such or whatever and whatnot. Like, you, if you don't ever put anything out there, you're never going to move forward with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to open yourself up to constructive criticism. Not everything that you do, everyone's going to like, and not everything you do, you going to like. But if you never expose it, if you never take that step, then you're always going to be in one place. And you're always going to be frustrated. But the fear of failure is also super real. Like, I get that, too, at the same time. It's like, like, what you said is definitely true, but, like, actually being in the space where you need to do it 
like actually taking that leap and being like, okay, I'm gonna just go for it. I'm gonna just put it out there. I'm gonna just work on this goal. Like that's terrifying for a lot of people. My lovely new therapist is uh, um, broken down like the right and left sides of the brain, okay. and how like the left side is more. Uh, organized or this is what you need to do and this and that such and such Mm -hmm. and your right side is more like okay well what if you do it this way like I guess the right side of your brain questions things more Um, I don't know if I said that scientifically correct but (laughs) I think that's how she's breaking it down to me and you just kind of have to know how to like put certain things on the back burner and ask yourself like what am I really trying to do here what am I trying to accomplish and what is it going to take mm-hmm. for me to really get here and then bit by bit just chip away at little tasks until you find yourself in a completely different thing like you don't always have to just take an immediate leap of faith right. into what you want to do but take tiny steps here and there and before you know it you'll have a New York bestseller or something Yeah, I if you say never that- do anything Yeah. If you never do anything, you're never going to go anywhere. And the scariest decisions that I've made or the things that brought me the most anxiety have paid off the most in my life. Absolutely. The biggest chances that I took. And not to say that everything was a win because I've fallen plenty of times over these past few years since I moved to New York. Like there have been some high ass highs and then there have been some low ass lows. Like it ain't been no crystal stir necessarily, but all the work pays off in the end because I do what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing and not necessarily like oh I'm going in the studio to do this podcast because podcasts are popping now and everybody has one and it's this hot ass thing and you know let's do it but more like I feel like I'm walking in the journey that I'm supposed to be on and I'm on the path that I'm supposed to to be on I'm walking in my purpose so when I when you do things when you answer to your calling there's an amazing book called The War of Art um, that Molly put me on to shout out to Molly McAleer but if you're creative I highly recommend because it broke down a lot of the mental breakthroughs that I had mm-hmm. when it came to writing and other stuff. Like, it's not just, you're not imagining writer's block or that fear or that anxiety. Like, that's all very real. You just need to learn how to manage it so that you can get past the fear and move forward. So, I recommend that book to you. It's not even debut. very long. Yeah, no, it's not. And the whole time, every page I was like, my God, this is my life. Like, this is right. my, this is my whole ass struggle. This is my daily struggle. So, you just need some help with managing that fear and finding the the bravery to move forward. But I have full confidence in you. I'm sure you can do it. And trust me, I go through the thing, that same thing in the here and now. Yeah. And I'm learning right. to work on it as well. So you're not alone. Good luck to you. Our last question is messy. It says, Yay. <laughs> the subject line says, when your best friend is your side, boo. And <laughs> let's just call her Carmelita. It says, three years ago, I met a guy named Jamal. Jamal and I became really good friends. And after about five months, we fucked around and had sex. Okay. Five months of being really good friends. Sure. For three years, we hooked up. (laughs) And eventually, I caught feelings. But when I told Jamal. No way. He let me know that he didn't have those same feelings. No way. However, the dick was too bomb. And I decided it was okay that he didn't want a relationship. So I decided to continue having sex with him. Oh, wow. Fast forward two and a half years later, I've been dating a new guy lately named Trent. Trent is everything that I could ask for. And I could see myself marrying him. But now that Jamal sees I'm getting serious with someone else, he's trying to ruin my life. When he knows I'm with Trent, he'll hit me up like, when you done with that lame ass nigga, you can come through. Now, mind you, I haven't had sex with Jamal in over six months. And I really do have feelings for Trent. But I can't let go of this friendship that I have with Jamal. I wish that Jamal and I could be friends without him trying to have sex with me. And this is where the story gets colder. Jamal and Trent live 
only three miles from each other while I live about 60 miles away from them both. And my fear is that Jamal is trying to sabotage my relationship. I trust well, Jamal. Is. Well, girl, you can't say that you, he's trying to sabotage your relationship, but you trust him. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, no damn anyway, sense. I trust Jamal, but... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me speak up. But what if this fuck nigga takes a picture of me while I'm at his house? Or what if he knows a friend? Girl, maybe I'm being paranoid. But you're not... The question, how can I tell Jamal to leave me the fuck alone and just be my friend? Trent knows of Jamal and that he used to be my cuddy buddy, if that helps, which oh, I'm sure it doesn't. it probably does <laughs> help. I mean, full disclosure. The problem is that you're not really telling Jamal to leave you the fuck alone and just be your friend because that doesn't make any sense. You can't say leave me alone and be my friend. A friend, by definition, does not leave you alone. So I'm you're not, not making any sense. Sure, why you want to be friends with him. Uh, right. And, you know, this is something that came up the other day when I was watching Toya and her shitty-ass husband, Memphis. On I that, purposefully missed that. There was some show, I don't know what it's called, Divide Untying Your Poor-Ass Assets. Untying the Knot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not, not. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Untying sure. the Knot, where they basically go through the things that they have that are worth a damn and divide them up between each other. And at and the end, Toya, it was garbage. That. It was, right. and predictably, you know, they paid $150,000 for these high-end watches, but they were only worth, you know, 35000 Because when you buy shit like that, it depreciates in value, you dumbasses. And that's why... Anyway, so, to get to the point. At the end of it, Memphis had been talking shit about Toya the whole time. This bitch gets on my nerves, like, being really disrespectful and not being, like, at all pleasant or easy to work with. And at the end, she was like, I just hope that, you know, we can stay friends through all this. And he was like, fuck her. Why would I want to be her friend? And that's what I want you ladies to understand. If the nigga is not treating you in a friendly way, y'all cannot be just friends. And that doesn't necessarily mean, like, abusive or shitty. That just means if he's always trying to fuck, then y'all are not going to be able to be just friends. Because the the underlying I want to fuck you tone is always going to be there. You can't make something be just friends when it's not. You can't make somebody have platonic feelings for you when they don't. It seems to me like you just need to cut this off altogether and not be worried about it. See, my thing is, first of all, I don't know what Memphis does for a living. Was he like I think a he used to be a producer. BJ I'm thinking of hits from the He's street. mad at <laughs> He's mad at Toya because she told him not to go. Oh, I don't care either. On TV and defend himself against the K Michelle rumors when K Michelle was on Love and Hip Hop or whatever talking about I Memphis beat that. her ass. Toya told him not to go on TV and dignify it with a response, and he feels like that ruined his career because now nobody wants to work with him because he beat K Michelle's ass. Not the fact that he beat K Michelle's ass, you know, ruining his career, but the fact that people know about it now and Toya told him not to go on reality TV, so he's mad at her. And I guess that has something to do with this whole breakup because now he's not making any money and she's realizing what a shitty ass person he is. The show itself, if you get the chance to see it, it was good and garbage. So I think you would enjoy it. I just don't care either way. And I actually like Toya, not for any reason besides the fact that I think that she's pretty. That's true. She is beautiful. Um, and I really love her accent. But, you know. And Regine is gorgeous, too. And Regine looks just like her. She's gorgeous as well and rich and all of those lovely things. But I don't care about Memphis. Right. No. And I saw screenshots from it, and he just looks ridiculous. So I don't I And don't that's care. not even getting to the whole eight hauled passes that he gets every year to have sex with other I women. don't care. Like, okay, girl. The thing I just want to talk about is um, Jamal's a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. And you know what we say about those. So the thing that he's the the type of fuck boy that, and many of them do this, that 
love the benefits of a sexual relationship with someone don't want anything outside of that sexual relationship disguise that sexual relationship as a friendship so that you think that somehow he cares about you in whatever way Mm -hmm. but the moment that you cut off the sexual relationship and move on then he starts bullshit if he was really your friend and he would support the fact that you have found what you wanted in the first place with someone else. Right. He would be completely okay with that because he has a penis that he can put in anybody else's vagina. Mm -hmm. But he is talking about come and (laughs) fuck with a real nigga, but he doesn't really want to fuck with you. He wants to fuck you. Right. It's been three years, girl. It's been three years. Only reason that you're struggling with this is because the sex was good. That's it. That's it. He's not nice to you. So why would you want to be friends with him anyway? And you're talking about y'all developed a real friendship. Not after five months, you didn't. After five months, you didn't develop. Especially if it turned into fucking after five months. It's been three years later. I think you still have feelings for him. Like Despite the fact that you said you quit fucking him and you moved on and you dating somebody new, I think you clearly still have feelings for this man. You still have feelings for him and the the feelings are based on dick. And I understand when like sex can be so great that you get a little bit blinded. But you know, there are so many dicks. There are just so (laughs) many dicks there are so many of them and i just don't understand why it's so hard for so many people to look past like one bomb dick and be like you know what i I could probably find another bomb dick somewhere else (laughs) from a nigga that's nice to me like i I could probably do that right so fuck you i don't understand Mm -hmm. you know i mean i get it emotions and feelings i completely i mean because when sex is good it can make all the bad things about that person just completely vanish from your line of sight it's like you don't even see how much of a fuck nigga he is because that dick is so good but girl you cannot let that man's penis rule your emotions like you should have blocked his number a long time ago if he can't respect your relationship and he still talk about come through when you done with that lame the reason the fact that you are even still letting his text message and phone calls come through to your phone like to me makes it plain that you have feelings for him i would suggest you deal with those feelings before you worry about moving on to somebody else and you worried that he's going to sabotage your relationship with this new nigga that you like what about this is friendly? Right. I don't understand. Why are you trying to be like, his friend? He's an asshole. He's not nice. Like, you haven't described anything about him besides his penis, which, again, most way. men have. <laughs> I don't have, like, what? Fuck There's that nigga. There's nothing like, good. You didn't say, oh, he's so kind. He helps out with animals. He volunteers at the old people's shelter. He doesn't. He's got great dick. And what else, girl? Like, you're putting yourself through this for no reason. Don't be silly. There's no reason to even still talk to this man. Go on ahead and lock it down with Trent and tell Jamal that that nigga can beat feet or beat me because he won't be getting yours. You need to reread this email and see what you like the blatant contradictions that you wrote. You don't trust him. You're worried that he's going to sabotage your relationship. And nobody who is a friend is also untrustworthy. It doesn't make sense. Okay, girl. So, good luck to you, girl. Um, if you guys have a question, send it to Ask Reed. It's not even like she was, like, lost and single and, like, hopelessly, you know, like, nobody out here wants me. Like, you found another nigga. Like, I don't even understand. Like, does he not? I don't, what? It's been six months since you fucked this man. He's not even a nice person. And he's not your ex. Y'all were never together. He never gave that much of a fuck about you, so. All right, I'm done. All right, so now it is time for the read. Right, and so I'm just going to go ahead and 
wrap this all up, I guess. I'm quite certain Kid Fury will be speaking for me also and as well during this portion. If I have something to chime in, I'll do it at the end. So without, um, I guess, even getting into too many of the specifics, I know a lot of you have probably heard about this, um, about the drama at uh, Mizzou. Is it University of Missouri? Um, Yeah, but it's called Mizzou for short. Okay, so it's like University of Missouri-Columbia or something like that. And so, um, really quickly, they were experiencing lots of um, racist acts of intimidation and, and things like that. There was some idiot who who spread feces uh, on, like, one of the residential walls. In, in the, the bathroom? Yeah, in, like, the shape of a swastika. Yeah. Um. I guess a bunch of complaints had been submitted and the school's uh, president, Tim Wolf, yeah. uh, was completely unmoved. So lots of students um, protested, like I mentioned. There were hunger strikes. And finally, when the football team was like, guess he's not playing us. Not practicing neither. That's when, Don't that's when they were like, oh, someone's got to do something <laughs> about this. We can't just not have no football games. Mm-mm. Not in Missouri. Right. And I mean, when you really get down to like what the football teams do for like the school's funds and all that kind of shit. Like, Millions. Like they're not playing that game. The football teams at big schools fund the rest of the athletic department. <laughs> oh my God. That's definitely the case at OU. The football players pay for like women's golf. But anyway, <laughs> you can go on. <laughs> so... um. So all of these protests uh, got the got Tim Wolf to resign, and he had this whole speech about his resignation being about love and not hate. And he said something about how we have to um, stop yelling at each other, and we have to stop intimidating each other. Girl, they were yelling and intimidating at the black student. There wasn't. I don't. I didn't hear about any yelling at each other. I didn't hear anybody, any, I don't know what the each other part is, but I get it. You know, you don't want to say it how it is because that's how y'all like to do. It's fine. Just get out. <laughs> um, so, you know, the students rejoiced. They were crying and I was crying. And it was, you know, all of this. So recently some idiot went on I don't know what kind of app or what. I think it's called Yik Yak, something like that. Oh, yeah, that's the new app. And was threatening to shoot black students at the school. I think they said these people may have, or they claim to be affiliated with the KKK or some shit. I don't even feel like you have to, like, join. I feel like you used to be like, I'm in the KKK, and you just get the white (laughs) suit, and you just in. I don't feel like there's any, you know, I don't know how that works. Um but yeah, they were threatening to actually go into school and shoot black students. Um, I saw this video of some white guy who was either drunk or just naturally and organically stupid mm-hmm. walking around saying how, you know, Jonathan faked not eating for eight days when people in Africa are suffering from famine and corruption and no one's doing anything about that. So let me just go here. I just first I want to start with uh Ooh, there's so many places that I could start. <laughs> I guess I'll start with the dude who was walking around with his comment first. Sweetheart, what were you doing about the famine and the corruption in Africa before all of this? 
what were you doing? Nothing. You were living your whole entire white ass life before this <laughs> happens, not giving a fuck about none of that shit. Did you donate to, to Heifer? Did you call up Susan Sarandon and be like, hey, girl, here are a couple of my coins. Go give these kids some Lunchables. No, you didn't. You're mad. Be- okay. There you go. You got it. The shooting thing for me raised some more eyebrows. I'm starting to believe that because there was just a stabbing at UC Merced. I don't know how you say that. I don't know either. But there's a school. There's always some violence at these schools. A bunch of kids just got stabbed like last week. And now that story is apparently old. Ryan Murphy on The Last American Horror Story had this whole entire scene with these white kids turning into vampires and stabbing each other and killing all the teachers and all the, like, simulated a whole entire act of, like, academic terrorism and mm-hmm. violence. And then that was just the end of it. They didn't come back to it. Like, the people just died in the school and that was just That's the end it. of that. Yep. I'm starting to feel like white people treat, like, school shootings and school violence like it's America's pastime. Like, we just, this is just a thing that happens here and, you know, whatever. Because at first, when this shooting thing or when the threats of the shooting came out, they were saying, oh, well, don't spread rumors. There's no immediate threat to the campus. So, would an immediate threat be when them niggas actually come out here yes. and start killing people? Like, that's what... That's what you're looking for? That's what you're waiting for them to actually start capping Negroes mm-hmm. before the threat is immediate. Like, the actual threats themselves aren't a problem. Right. Then they later said that they apprehended an alleged subs, uh, suspect or whoever it was who was making the threats. Yeah, okay, girl. So, what I just want to say... White people, racists, why are you so passionately upset when black people stand up for themselves? Like, what? what is the problem that you have with people in this country that is allegedly free mm-hmm. <laughs> stand up for themselves and fight for their freedom and their equal rights? Like, I don't understand. White people for, for centuries have painted this country as the land of the free and the home of the goddamn brave and this is the place where you can come and you can say what you want and you can, you know, you have the freedom of press and you can peacefully assemble and protest and do all of these things and you have the right to say whatever you want to and believe whatever you want to or practice whatever religion you want to but then when niggas do it it's like yeah. nope no and don't ask us for no more of it either because it's not going to happen I don't understand the problem that you have when these students are li- first of all why is nobody addressing the type of individual that you have to be the type of hate that you have to have in your heart to literally dab in, to dabble in shit, mm-hmm. to literally dip your hands in human excrement, to just grab up doo-doo. All right. Just to hate, just to spread hatred. Like, what kind of motherfucker? <laughs> what is going on in your head that you hate people so much right. that you would literally grab shit? Because I just don't feel that strongly about nobody. About nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I never will. Nope. But 
you are upset that people are standing up for themselves mm-hmm. and you are upset that people are making change in a place like, first of all, you already go into this school and you paying your tuition and you go into your goddamn and these are students who are trying to further their fucking education so you can stop acting like they're stupid or like they're waiting for your goddamn tax money to come in so that they can get their welfare or whatever. These are students who are out here trying to further their education and go on about their goddamn life and mind their motherfucking business and be left alone, but they can't even walk around on campus without feeling like they're going to be shot, without feeling like someone's going to randomly call them a nigger just when they're going to class or going to their dorm, without feeling safe at the place where they are are working on bettering themselves. Mm -hmm. And they are fighting for that, crying real tears because we are sick and tired of this bullshit. And you are upset about that? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Like, what kind of hate do you have to have in your heart for you to be upset at people fighting for freedom and equal rights. Like I've said, nobody's asking for you to come out here and build a statue of gold in, you know, the likeness of Young Jeezy. <laughs> nobody's asking, Jesus. you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas are hardly even asking for We don't even need our reparations at this point. We just want to live our lives yes. and be respected and be afforded and given the same rights as everybody else. Mm-hmm. That is it. And when we are placed in situations where we're beaten, where we're murdered, where we're threatened, where we're raped, when we are intimidated or antagonized, and we come out together and hold hands and say that this is not right. This is not the country that you say it is. This is not what we we don't deserve. We didn't do anything for this. And you come back and you give all of these excuses. Now they talk about Jonathan Butler's dad made $6 million last year because he's a railroad executive. What the fuck they got to do with anything? What does that have to do with him being black and being antagonized and being shit on just because of that? What does that have to do with anything? Because there's plenty of you white motherfuckers who go to these schools and have all these parents who are rich for nothing. Mm-hmm. And all, that's the only reason that you even made it into the goddamn school so what are you even talking about why is there always an excuse when black people stand up for themselves when we are being mistreated when we are being beaten when we are being told that we ain't shit and we never gonna be shit if you really want to get into the 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 brass tacks of things bitch what you need to be doing is standing alongside their asses and grabbing you a megaphone because if it wasn't for us, y'all wouldn't have shit. If it wasn't for slave labor, if it wasn't for, if it ain't for the black dollar today, you always would not have shit. I don't understand. We're not even. And they knew that because when that black ass football team was like, "We not playing no more," all of a sudden the black dollar got real. So really, you're welcome. That's like you are actually like you're welcome. And all we need, all we deserve, all we demand, really, mm-hmm. is that you respect us. And where we live, it's, we're tired of the excuses, we're tired of all of this bullshit, and we're not going to take it anymore. And black people at Mizzou, black people all across America, globally, don't let any of these honkies, Lord. don't let any of them intimidate you or scare you or make you feel like you should shut up. It don't even matter if you're black at this point. If you white and you speak up just for something that's right, Mm -hmm. just say that shit is wrong because it actually is. They'll say that you're a cop hater. They'll say that you love niggers and they'll say that all this shit and you talking about going back to Africa. What the fuck are you talking about? You brought all these (laughs) African slaves and people from all over, all these black people from all over the world over here for them to build your white houses, for them to build your fucking Capitals and all of this shit and pick your fight, your agriculture and all this shit and white people black people are still spending money mm-hmm. 
in your establishments today. All we want to do is be left the fuck alone and have the same rights as everybody else. And for you to have a problem with that says way more about you than it does about us, than it does about our pants, than it does about (laughs) our hair, than it does about our food, than it does about our slang, than it does about our music. For you to champion for a motherfucker who is out here antagonizing students right. just because of the skin, their skin color in 2015, that says a whole lot about you. You should talk to the, the God that it is that you claim that you serve or talk to I, I don't, <laughs> the devil or whoever it is that you talk to and figure out whatever it is that's going on in your mind. Because for the life of me, a person with, I think, a, a, a functioning brain, mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you get upset at people who demand that they be treated fairly. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand yeah. it. When you are upset, when you're... when your fucking kids go to class and their teacher tell them to open their books to page 52 with attitude. Like, you will complain <laughs> about everything and anything. Apple Store didn't have the parts. <laughs> this isn't gluten-free. This is an America. Like, yeah. everything. Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. All of these amendments, all of these laws, all of these rules, they don't apply to white people. They don't apply to just you. They don't apply to just the rich. And we're tired of it. And I don't give a fuck. You don't have to come and shoot me then, bitch. You gonna have to come and fight my motherfucking ass because I'm not bowing down to whiteness. I'm not gonna fucking do it. I'm not going to act like you... Just because you white and I'm black, that you're, prior, like you're the higher priority. Right. Or that your feelings or... Everything, your rights are more important to mine. For what? Because you white? Right. For what? When black people built this shit? Not to mention the Indian people who were here before you came. We don't even have to do this again. None of this is y'all's. None of it. A million times. None of this shit is y'all's. You didn't work for any of this shit. We ain't even talk about our great great grandmamas who took care of your white ass babies that you had and didn't give a fuck about. We're not talking about our ancestors that built all your goddamn buildings. We're not talking about any of them. There are still black women out here who pushing your goddamn babies around and fucking all strolling right here in Lincoln Square every <laughs> goddamn day. Bitch, you're welcome. So what you can do mm-hmm. is shut your whole entire ass up and let these people do what they've got to do to enact change. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so if you want to be treated fairly, if you want to sit out here and fight for your right and your Fifth Amendment and your Fourth and Third and your right to bear arms and all that shit, bitch, we're going to do the exact same thing well, because that is what America is. And if you don't like it, go back to Europe. I'm done. <laughs> I just want to say that for all the shit y'all talk and all the crying and complaining and all this other bullshit, first of all, if you're not down with the movement, nobody said you had to participate. If you don't like it, if you feel like, oh, wait, Y'all need to just deal with the racial microaggressions happening on campus. You don't have to stand up and take part of it. You ain't got to criticize niggas when you don't do a goddamn thing. You ain't got to be worried about people who have a goal and want to see some shit change. If that ain't your ministry, then it just ain't. Sit the fuck back and do nothing then, which do nothing ass. Did you see that video of the young man who's in the cafeteria going off? I don't think so. There was a young black kid, I think, at the same school who was going off and he was talking about everything that's going on. And there was a white man in the background who was just putting some salt on his food. Like, man, <laughs> I don't know. I did not come here for this. 
it's like again if you're not a part of the movement you that doesn't mean that you have to shit on it I don't right. even understand where all of these fucking excuses come from and nothing you say even makes any goddamn sense you're just mad that black people are standing up for themselves out of fear that somehow we are going to take this country from right. you because you understand and you're completely aware of how your people have wronged ours mm-hmm. and we're not sitting up here saying oh my god all you bitches should bow down and let you know niggas and Beyonce run the world just leave us alone <laughs> and give us the give us our free right that's it and the thing is Mizzou doesn't exist in a vacuum OU is the same way UT is the same way probably every division one division two probably even division three if it's a predominantly white institution they probably have the same fucking problems because when I was at OU we had the same fuck it was always some shit going down on campus white people being racist I was in college during 9-11 so after that they started talking getting all the Arab Americans like I've seen how y'all act and I've seen black people on campus mobilize and come together and be like we're tired of this bullshit and we're not going to take it anymore and the solution is not to say oh well if y'all don't want to deal with it then y'all should have gone to an HBCU because we don't have these problems and so on and so forth no y'all may not have these specific problems but going to an HBCU does not shield you from institutional racism at all and you will still deal with racism and other bullshit at these schools just like you will anywhere else you will deal with respectability politics in a whole different way and most HBCUs like just because the struggle is different don't mean you have to say oh well take your black ass out of that school anyway and come to a black one there's nothing wrong with HBCUs and there's nothing wrong with PWIs black people belong at those institutions just like we belong everywhere else the solution is not oh we'll stop going to white spaces the solution is white people stop being shitty it's That's not, it. not, oh, well, don't go to Mizzou, bitch. What if I just want to go to Mizzou? Every state don't have an HBCU. What if you don't want to go that far from home? Like, it's just, there's a million different reasons why you may not necessarily go to one. And, and nobody it has to explain shit you to you. You don't have to explain a goddamn thing. If you go, especially if you're going in state and the biggest school in the state offers you some sort of scholarship, you ain't got to explain why you're not going to Langston or Howard or Spelman or anywhere else. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to justify your choice in college. Because you damn sure wouldn't say nothing to me about none of that shit so what the fuck I'm doing it's not oh well that's y'all's fault for going to a white school it's black students should not be still dealing with this these schools have been integrated for how many decades and white people are still just as clueless it's like oh well we let people of color in now but we don't actually have to learn anything about them there's no cultural changes at the school nobody's working to make sure that the sense of atmosphere at the school is one that is diverse and inclusive like the sense of atmosphere amongst the students the student body is not even cohesive at these schools because people feel like they have to section themselves off and go off in different groups with somebody who can understand them and when you have shit like this going on on campus and the administration blatantly does not care like they don't care at every other fucking school eventually black kids are gonna get mad the administration at Mizzou could have stopped this a long time ago if they had appropriately punished the white kids who have been doing this shit for so long and then you have this white heifer on this goddamn show talking about black students at school having a perpetual chip on their shoulder what the fuck do you look at what the fuck's going on I'm so proud of these kids you need to get out of the mentality that this is your land and your needs and your wants Mm -hmm. are are first and foremost that this is your country because even if you got down to like history first of all you're historically way more violent than anybody else (laughs) is and 
you weren't the ones who built this shit or discovered it. Like, I don't even understand right. where any of this comes from. Just get Y'all out of the so mentality. so proud and it's not yours. It's not yours. Like, not, none of it's yours. And really, it's like, we're trying to approach it as a place that, of ours. Like, we're just trying to be include right. everyone. No one's even saying that you have to learn uh, about black history. You don't need to go and, and take African-American studies. I don't personally give a fuck about any of that. Respect me as a human being, and I will respect you as a human being. And stop allowing black people to be beaten and shot and killed and, and raped and assaulted and threatened and antagonized. And then when we want to stand up for ourselves, you make all of these excuses as to why we should sit down right. and shut the fuck up. No, we are not going to do that. And I also am very, very proud of these young people at these schools who are standing up. We say we're not going to do right. it. We're not going to do it anymore because that shows you the exact direction mm-hmm. that this country is going That's in. That's right. You can't hide no more of this bullshit, even if you fucking wanted to. And so what you're going to have to do is change yes. yourself. The movement that started with action against police brutality is only spreading these young people are energized and mobilized they care they're way more politically involved and they want to be part of change they don't want to have to go through the same shit that they see their parents and grandparents and great grandparents went through and they shouldn't have to black people have been in America too long to still be struggling why are we still going through this with y'all like it is fucking 2015 and we are still dealing with racism in this country that's Ain't still tired like White people, you're not tired of being racist. It didn't it doesn't exhaust you even a little bit. Like, wouldn't it wouldn't it take way less <laughs> Jesus. energy, physically and emotionally, for you to just respect human beings and mind your goddamn business than it would for you to right. take a shit and spread it across the walls, <laughs> for you to be hanging nooses around campuses and the goddamn in the yes. 2015. Wouldn't it take way less from you for you to just chill the fuck out and let people live I don't understand what type of person you have to be but again nobody's backing down I personally am not afraid of you I'm not worried about you you can come see me I don't give a fuck so (laughs) it is what it is black people are not going anywhere like we're not going anywhere we should not have to go anywhere if you so fucking concerned with Africa why don't you go ahead and get you a couple of shots and take your ass on over there hopefully you have figured out that it's a continent and not a country and you go (laughs) feed some people why don't you do that since you so Mm. concerned you should (laughs) shit since you stole so many of their goddamn ancestors and made them Come over here and make your goddamn dresses and take care of your fucking pale ass babies and shit. (laughs) Jesus. All right. So that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us at This Is The Read on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And check out our website, thisistheread.com, for links to every episode and live show dates and bios and all that sort of thing. Also, don't forget about our dope sponsors over at Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. It's made out of an amazing memory foam that molds to your shape and gives you the perfect fit they stand behind the product so much that they're letting you guys try it for free for 30 days if you love it you can keep it and they'll charge you if you're not send it back and it won't be start your free trial now at www.thirdlove.com slash read it you have like any, a fancy mattress for your titties it is i mean you know it's like it is it's like a memory foam mattress for your titties it supports and lifts but also smooths it's comfortable because i don't know if you, how much you know about bras but like the hook situation in the back that can be like a real irritant and so i just don't even know why you have to go thirdlove.com slash read oh my god and yesterday wax was like wax asked me for a rap a blunt rap and i was like i don't just carry blunt raps like why would i have one he, he said every time I see him. oh well you got titties why you don't have no raps 
And I'm like, nigga, really? Because these aren't detachable. If I could leave my titties at home, I would. Well, you wouldn't be staring at them. Like, are you joking right now? So, but anyway. These, uh, comment goals. When you have breasts, you need to take care of them. It's something people only with breasts can understand. So, yeah. Thirdlove.com slash read. Start your trial today. You have any news this week, Kid Fury? What's up with you? Um, I feel like everything with me is pretty much... The same. I can't think of anything. Okay. Charlotte, we'll see you guys on Sunday. Um, So excited to come back. Last show we did in Charlotte was quite fun. So looking forward to seeing you guys again. That's right. We're coming to North Carolina. Bring it. We are. So it's going to be a good time. Um, Is that it? Do you have an acronym for this week or no? I-M-P. Internet... Man, peace. It's like you don't give a fuck. You just think of whatever. How would I know? How am I supposed to know what's in your head? That's a good point. I miss pizza. <laughs> I'm all. Are you gonna tell the people anything at all about what you're going through? Like, I have IBS. Oh, I wow! I didn't expect you to tell them. I thought you were just gonna be like, I can't eat anything. <laughs> like, I can't have. You can't have onion or garlic, y'all. Isn't that the worst? Yeah, it sucks pretty bad. Oh, my God. Onion and garlic isn't everything good. I'm so sorry. Everything. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the chocolate and all of these other like fatty fat things that were really going to fuck yeah. with me. It's the fact that I now I cook my chicken and it's the color of Drake and I don't know how to oh, like. Oh, you got to eat chicken like white people. Damn. I have to use like fresh herbs and like I can use like garlic infused cooking oil, which kind of like. Kind of works, a little flavor. Almost kind of works, but I got to put that shit under there, under that broiler, because I need my shit to at least be tan. It's at least you at least ain't got to give up Beyonce. salt. <laughs> like it's got to be some kind of brown. I mean, it just ain't no. I mean, no garlic or. Oh. It, it, garlic and onion is the hardest part. <sighs> but yeah, I think I it has you. a lot to do with my grandmother passing, and at least that's what they're telling me anyway. So hopefully, stressed out in this sort of thing. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully you feel better soon. I know that we're cooking, Kia and I are cooking Thanksgiving dinner. We might have to just get you, like, I don't know, some Prayer. brand. What can you have? Prayer. Okay. A banana, maybe? I don't know. Prayer works. We'll, we'll try to figure it out. So, I guess that wraps up the show for this week. Sure. Yes, no, all right. We will see y'all next week. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. 
Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.